0: Yo! Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Channel Jesus podcast. We are officially in double digits with this uh, new iteration. Congratulations, we have made it to episode 10, and we are talking about one hell of a show this week. We are talking about <laughs> The Last of Us, the hit HBO Max drama based on the beloved uh, Naughty Dog PlayStation game of the same name. Of course, joining me, as always, are my co-hosts and friends... Brian and Tony, how you doing tonight, fellas?
1: sleepy, but ready to talk show.
0: All right, Brian, how are you doing tonight?: uh,
1: uh, uh, Well, it was nice. It, yeah.
0: it was nice knowing him, but uh, you know we'll make it quick <laughs> to shoot him in the head. I'm <laughs> I, sure that's what he will I realized last night that I mm-hmm. I realized last night I could do that. And uh, But uh, fuck yeah, I'm here: All and right. Then, Cordyceps clicky-clicks. So, yeah. Uh, well, we, I, I do have a small section of, like, what would we do in the apocalypse? Just uh, before we get into initial thoughts and stuff. But, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about The Last of Us, which uh, we're going to have a lot of unique perspectives with this uh, with this particular episode, because I played the game um, myself when it came out. Tony is currently in the middle of the playthrough, and Brian has never played the game at all. And he's a show-only uh, viewer. So we got three different mm-hmm. unique perspectives here. So this will be very interesting. Uh, but before we get uh, started with talking about the show, we're going to go ahead and just jump right into the news. Take it away, Brian.
2: Okay. Alright, so uh, try to keep this quick because we're on a time crunch here, but I uh, uh, got three smaller stories and one moderate story, but uh, I'll still try to keep it quick. First of all, Marvel, it was confirmed that uh, for Captain America, New World Order, Liv Tyler will be returning as
0: Betty. Yeah, that's cool. Ross. I'm excited for that. Uh, Hell yeah. I'm, ex- I'm also excited mm. to see how her and, inter- uh, her and Harrison Ford interact with each other. Also, if Mark Ruffalo is going to show up at all, because I kind of want to see what their chemistry is like. I'm also, kidding. also, wait—he's uh, in space, so never mind. I, I forgot yeah. he went to space. The the leader is a confirmed
2: villain for the movie, so
0: which I still find with that, which I still find weird. But you know, it is the intelligentsia, so well, I guess it um, makes sense. Well,
3: Ross is the president, so like
2: Feige himself confirmed that Ross is currently the president in the MCU, so. Oh, okay.
3: And huh. He might be hiring the leader to do off-the-book stuff. Interesting. Um,
2: but uh, and also, just as a quick side note, appendium to the story: nothing has been confirmed. But the actor who who played Eli has been hitting the gym recently.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that that's promising. Because you know, obviously, he was introduced in uh, Cap Bucky. Uh oh, yeah. so that'll be very interesting and, uh, to see his uh, his furtherance. Mhm. And I
2: know at least his grandfather is confirmed for New World Order.
0: Nice. Makes makes make sense since he's become kind of a definitely a a mentor figure to Sam. Mhm. All right.
2: Now moving from the world of Marvel to the world of D&D. Um D&D recently had a whole like press Presentation thing, uh, kind of like Nintendo Directs and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the only thing to note that I will say for here, mention here, is it was confirmed that Joe DiMaggio, I mean, not Joe DiMaggio, Joe Manganello, yep, is working on a Dragon Lance TV show. Interesting, which
1: I am very curious to see because uh, the The updated module for Dragonlance for 5e came out not that long ago, didn't it, Brian? Yes.
2: Yes. And Joe has admitted that he is a big, not only big uh, uh, D&D fan, he is a big Dragonlance fan. And has, like, tons of the old old edition books of Dragonlance, which, for those who don't know, which probably includes Jay. Yep. Yeah. Dragonlance is like a separate universe within the D&D world where it's more Lord of the Rings, high fantasy, less like fantastical races. Like I believe for even the 5e version, unless you like talk something out with your GM, you can only choose one of like four or five different races. Mm, Okay. That's how restrictive it is. And it's... It's more like honed Lord of the Rings high fantasy, as opposed to the normal D and D wild and out fuck shit. Anything yeah. goes.
0: Gotcha. Well, which, which, by the way, I'll, I'll get to it at TV time, even though it's technically a movie. I saw the D and D movie. Uh, I'll, I'll get into my thoughts about it later. But I, I'll okay,
1: see that like pretty soon here.
2: Uh, uh, one, two, two soon. But uh, let's move on to our second of the last story. Don't know if y'all heard this, but I'm amped. Uh, it was announced that Scott Pilgrim is coming back
0: as an anime.
1: About that, actually, are like anime,
0: anime, or like or like an animated project? It says anime. Like what studio
3: anime, anime? What studio? I do not know. But what I do
2: know is that all of the cast is confirmed to return. Oh shit!
1: From, from the film itself?
0: Even like Chris Evans? And yes. And Brendan uh, yeah. Ralph and, and Bree.
1: I that don't care. Christian, Chris,
2: Ralph, Bree, uh Knife Show Actress, the The Culkin brother. Uh huh.
0: Sarah, they're all confirmed to return. That's fucking awesome. I mean, I don't give a fuck about Brie Larson because it turned out she's a bitch, but like, you know. I didn't even. Yeah, and that. that. Yeah, she was in there. Uh, there's there's he, a there's a lot of there's a lot of pre superhero actors in oh, Scott Togan. Um
1: Who would she play? Because I didn't even pay attention to her existing. Uh,
2: she's the female. uh, Lead singer of the band.
1: Yep. Oh, she was Ivy? Yep. Yeah. I didn't even realize I didn't like that bitch.
2: <laughs>
0: well, uh, you get, now, but you get, anyways, now you got even more reason. Uh, but, anyways.
2: That was going to be, that was originally going to be my uh, big end of the new session story. But then, of course, we had to delay everything. And uh, on the day of recording this, is the start of Star Wars Celebration, and uh, I won't go over everything that was announced. I will just go over the one big thing that was announced, is uh, they announced three new
3: Star Wars movies. Okay. Okay. Um, first of all, uh,
2: don't know how you're going to react to this, but uh, they announced that we're getting a new movie...
3: Uh, starring uh, Ray. I don't hate the character, so I'm indifferent. It really depends but, on how they handle it.
0: But honestly, I don't like I don't like the new canon to begin. With.
2: Uh, uh, but to direct it, they are bringing in a completely new director, a uh, Pakistani uh, woman who um. Is mostly known for directing award like Emmy winning documentaries, but and she's done very little um like scripted stuff so far, but what she did do was what she did direct was honestly, in my opinion, probably the two best episodes of uh, Miss Marvel. The first the, the first, the first two in pa- Oh oh
0: no, the the ones that took place in Pakistan. Ah. Oh, gotcha. Um, it? what I, what, I, what I was gonna say was, uh, honestly, like, new directors are kind of the pro- are kind of the problem with, uh, like, with Star Wars, as lot. Th- my ish- if they actually keep the same director, mm-hmm. and have a focused vision, yeah. and an actual plan with Rey, like, then I'll actually have, a, have something to say, but right now I just- I don't so- care. From what I've read,
3: it, it keep, uh, From what I read, I
2: think I could be wrong, but I think this is just a one-off film. It's not the start of a new
0: trilogy. Good, because I again, I have I really just have I have no reason. Like I don't hate her like everybody else does on the internet, but I have no reason yeah. to care. Like, the Skywalker yeah, exactly. was ass, and it did not do her any favors by tying her to Palpy. Uh, so like I don't give a shit about her, and that's yes. not that's not in like a I hate Ray kind of thing. That's just a I really don't care about the yeah. character. If you gave me a if you gave me a movie about Finn, I would watch a movie about Finn or Poe. Oh I, hell I, yeah, I, I like those two. What? I want to
1: learn more about them.
2: But uh, I structured I structured this from least excited to most excited. Okay, Th- that one was the least excited. The The middle one is, apparently they announced that, uh, they didn't announce any name, any, like, titles or anything, but they did announce for this next one, but they did announce that the second movie is gonna be, like, the climax um, crossover culmination of the uh, Filoni live-action story. Okay. Interesting. So, it's gonna be, like, Mando and ahsoka and all that in on the big screen
3: oh all right
2: Neat. interesting i mean and feloni himself is going to be directing the movie
0: okay that's good that's good that's good that, that actually that actually gives me a little bit of hope actually gives me a little bit of hope yeah. because i love everything feloni has done because feloni actually cares because feloni mm-hmm. was a part an actual part of lucasfilm and not somebody brought in new who didn't give a fuck about the franchise and only wanted to sell toys.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and this last one... Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
2: This last one is the one that I'm most excited for. I don't know how y'all feel about it. But this one, we actually do have a name, unlike
3: the other two. Okay. Okay. Dawn of the Jedi.
0: Don't know how to feel? Because, like... New Canon has made... That shit a little weird, and they've been it, really picky and choosy about like origin lore, and I don't like a lot of the well, decisions it, made for that.
3: I'm sorry, I sound it's like gonna Doris. be It's going to be a quote unquote biblical epic, um, similar to
2: stuff like uh, the Ten Commandments, uh-huh. and it is. It's gonna tell the story of the first Jedi to use the Force. Like, 20,000 years before the Skywalker saga. <laughs> why are,
0: why, but, why is it labeled- but, Why is it labeled that now? Why can not they just call it BBY like it used to? But I will say,
2: the thing that has me excited for this is, like the others, we do have a director.
3: Oh my god, I sound like Darth. I mean- uh,
2: the director for, for Dawn of the Jedi is going to be James Marigold.
0: Oh yeah, I remember hearing Mangold... The director of I, Logan. I remember hearing that Mangold was going to do a Star, a Star Wars thing. Again, I don't, know, I, I don't know if I can be hyped about this. Because, like... New Canon has really fucked with Jedi origin stuff. I liked a lot... As someone who loves a lot of the ancient Jedi lore from the old shit, I'm very hesitant mm-hmm. because Disney has not shown me that they actually care. They're just like, oh, know, we're, gonna, also- we're gonna do surface level fan service and it'll get a couple people cheering but they're not gonna actually do the thing we want you to, we want you to do.
2: Also, I will say though that I was also very hesitant about, um, them doing a Wolverine story where it was like Old Man Logan, but
0: without all the extreme fuckery. I, I mean, and they managed I, to do I, look. I I, I tr- a damn good movie. I, I trust James Mangold. I'm not talking. I'm my my issue isn't with James Mangold. I'm talking it's, about Disney. My issue yeah. is with Disney as a whole like mm-hmm. I- I'm, sure, I'm sure I'm sure if James Mangold was able to make his own movie and was able to actually like use the actual like breath of lore you know given him access to it would be great but Disney over, over over the over the history of their past decisions regarding lore and what to keep and what to get mm-hmm. rid of has not proven to me that they actually like like the franchise enough man and again, I'm sorry I sound like Darth, but like they Disney has burned yeah. Disney has burned me too much with this goddamn franchise, man.
1: I mean, and that's a fair thing to be very cautious and afraid of mm-hmm. because of those previous circumstances.
0: Because like I I I'm gonna I'm be real with you, I gave I I really gave the the sequel trilogy a shot. I I mm-hmm. went I went up to bat for it a lot, but well, Disney proved me wrong. Yeah, I was burned
2: too. Typically, typically I'd like to go with even stories, but I'll just throw this last little one on so that we end on a high note okay. here, and it is
3: relevant to it. Um, on the same day that this happened, or around the same day that this happened, um, main gold also.
2: Uh, Revealed that uh, he's currently working on a script for another movie. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Swamp Thing.
3: Oh,
0: mm. yeah, that's right. He is supposed to be in charge of Swamp Thing. Yeah, no, I'm ex- yeah. See, I'm excited for that because... because yeah, so so here's, So here's, here's the difference between this and that. Yeah. DC does not give a fuck. They will... They're desperate to have something work. So they will just let Mangold do Mangold's thing. Disney is super tight and restrictive. Mm-hmm, They're not right. going to let Mangold do his thing. Which is why I am especially. very hesitant with Star Wars, especially. Yeah, because Especially because, uh... Cool. You know who was on stage with all three directors? Oh! If you say the devil's name, I'm going to end this call right now. If she's involved... Then I won't. If she's involved, then my, my excitement is just automatically dead. I,
2: well... She was at least involved in the celebration perform uh, presentation. Well, so.
0: yeah, well she's got to be there to save face. But like, oh my god! Like, yes. Uh, anyway, it's, it's let's a, move uh, on to yeah. your trailers. Oh, also, but. real quick, I you didn't you didn't add this story, but I want to hear you guys' opinion. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a quick thing because this this just got announced. Did you guys hear that they're already trying to make a live action Moana? Oh, yeah. This shit isn't even ten years old yet! What the fuck?!
3: Disney... Well,
2: you, you know the speculation about why they're doing that. Why? Why? The Rock wants a W. I don't give uh, a fuck about... Th- because Black... Because not... Apparently, not only did, a uh, Not only, um... According to speculation... Not only did he want... Did he want Black Adam to succeed? He also stopped, like, actively was stopping Shazam from exceeding. And he himself wanted to head up a world within DC and head up several movies. And, like, and so he didn't get that. Dwayne. And so now he's pissed and wants to go on what
0: he knows is going to be a shoe fire win. Dwayne, my, my man. Friend. I love you, (laughs) but this is exactly why Vin Diesel doesn't want you in the F.A.S.T. family. Also, dude,
3: it was- I don't know if you heard this, but it was also confirmed that him and, uh, what is
0: her name? Ali Correjo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, the chick from R.I.S.E, Ali Correjo, yeah, the girl who was Moana. Hmm?
2: Both of them are going to be reprising their roles. I don't care!
3: Why have they, why? No, no,
2: no, 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 dude. I'm saying that's more of a thing to worry.
0: That's what, uh, Because The Rock does not look like Maui. He doesn't. and But also, like, I don't care. This movie isn't even, like, who considers Moana a classic? Who? Like, I don't. I can at least, look, I hated the Beauty and the Beast remake, but I can justify- the- I can justify yeah. it existing because that's an absolute classic. Lion King, absolutely hated it. Can justify it. Absolute classic. Mulan, same thing. Hated it, can, but can justify its existence. Moana though? Next thing you're going to tell me they're making a live-action Frozen. Oh my god, please. Please stop it, Disney. This is why I don't trust the Star Wars shit, because they're doing this bullshit.
1: Also, a couple things.
0: They are, but
1: Disney, get your head out your ass and just listen to us. Yes, and two, I I did some digging on uh, the Scott Pilgrim anime uh, thing. Okay, did Ryan. you
0: did you find the studio? What studio?
1: Yes. Actually, there's several production companies connected. Oh, interesting. To that. Okay, like uh, one that was connected to Universal. But the anime studio that they're using is uh, Science Saru.
0: Science Saru. Never heard of them.
1: What Science is Saru did uh, Space Dandy.
0: Ooh.
3: And,
1: and they did a couple of segments for Star Wars Visions.
0: Oh, I mean, the, with the stylization of Space Dandy, that could definitely work for Sato. I was hoping for, like, a trigger or a bones... Yeah, or, or you know those overworked sons of bitches at Mapa.
1: <laughs> no, MAPPA, them motherfuckers need to be creating just Riz Lords and whatnot.
0: And poor MAPPA, you got you got you guys deserve a vacation, but <laughs> yeah,
1: you don't get to see your wives, your kids, none of them. Yep, you just, you just sit there <laughs> and and
0: make god tier anime. We appreciate you for it, but we also yeah. feel sorry. We, we want uh, you well... to... to but still. No, that, that, that's definitely written. good. That's definitely good news. And, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry to go and, on. I'm sorry to go on that rant tangent, Brian. But and, like, you I'm, know, I'm very passionate about Star no, no, Wars. No, I,
2: I totally get it. I totally get it. Um.
1: Gentlemen, I might also add this. Mm-hmm. It will be all on Netflix. They don't know when exactly. But it will be on Netflix.
0: I really hope they. Yes. I really hope they work on the the, the Netflix anime model because like the the release model on Netflix for anime is what killed the hype for JoJo, and that is just that's so sad. Because that mm-hmm. part that part was actually good, but nobody remembered to watch it because the release schedule was ass. Yeah. At least. Uh, but past- uh.
1: Ian's got it weekly.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking Japanese. Insert insert what Joseph up? Joestar meme here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly,
2: honestly though, that is a good transition to the next
3: thing. All right. Weird flex, but okay. All right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, because
2: uh,
0: we're starting off with animated. Nice tell the fo- go ahead and tell the folks at home what, what what trailers we'll be reacting to, and then when we come back, we'll give our quick thoughts on those trailers, which ones are our favorite, what we're the most hyped for, what we really don't care about, everything in between, and then after that, we'll be talking well, um, about TV time and all the stuff that you know we've been watching or you know been catching up on pop culture wise outside of stuff we're watching yeah. for the podcast.
3: Yeah well, um first of all. Clone High
2: released
0: an official teaser for the uh, revival. Oh, that's exciting. Where is this going to be, Paramount? I'm guessing, because it was MTV. Um, HBO Max. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's right. It is HBO Max.
3: Huh.
0: That
1: may happen. And then. Shit.
2: (laughs) I'm not done with animation still, because there's also a trailer for a new show coming out called
3: Unicorn Warriors Eternal. Oh, is that the one that got? Is that the one that got scrapped from Cartoon Network? I think so.
2: It it's uh, done by uh, Genji.
0: Yeah, that was. Yeah, that that project was that project was supposed to be on Cartoon Network and then got axed.
3: Is it? Yeah, and now it's uh, picked up by Adult Swim. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Cool. And then. a spin off to a uh, to a known franchise that you can actually see us cover in this um, and the new movie is going to be called Exo Kitty what uh, what's it a spin off of to all the boys i've loved oh
0: really oh also oh, it's about the sister the, the younger mm-hmm. sister interesting Oh yeah, you. Were <laughs> now that time has gone on. Oh yeah, she she's did. gotten older. Oh yeah, she is old enough now. Oh, that, that sounds so creepy to say. Uh, deal. Uh. But uh, anyway, uh,
3: then, then uh, we're gonna cover. Uh, we're watching a uh, thing for a movie called Big Shark, which is an upcoming
2: disaster movie, uh, done by a very special director. But I'll. I'll leave it for a surprise for the boys.
0: Okay, interesting. Okay. Uh, All right. And then
2: And then of course we got to cover the four big trailers that came out. Uh Barbie, Secret
0: Invasion, Blue Beetle and Ahsoka. Okay. Oh man, I I I cannot wait to hear Tony's reaction when it when the when the theme song starts playing cuz Tony hates it with a passion.
1: Yes. Uh
0: <laughs> but anyways, we will be back momentarily, viewers at home, so uh, enjoy this short intermission and we will be back with our thoughts after we have properly reacted to the trailers. Catch mm-hmm. you in a bit. And we're back! So, we have just watched a, a brand new batch of trailers, courtesy of Brian, and uh, we're here to give you some rapid th- uh, rapid-fire thoughts about them. Alright, Tony, so, starting with you. Which of these trailers was your favorite, least favorite? Which ones didn't really do it for you? Give us your thoughts. Okay, so... Uh,
1: to be honest, all the trailers that we saw... nothing, None of them really struck out of I me. Mean, it's like, oh, wow, that was fantastic. It, but it was just, like, different feelings, different reactions because of the circumstances behind them. I thought the... Uh, well, just to start off with fun superhero stuff, Blue Beetle. That shit was, that shit was good for what it was, making it fucking terrifying to be possessed by a scarab made by alien technology. I mean, yeah. By far, I think out of the two superhero related trailers that we saw, I think Secret Invasion was better in terms of the way they presented it because, good god a spy thriller with Sammy J? Sam Jackson? Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah!
3: Give me that. But, uh, definitely
1: the trailer that gave me the biggest what the fuck and made me laugh uncontrollably was the fucking big shark. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Tommy Wiseau directing a disaster movie that looks as much as a disaster (laughs)
0: 100%. 100%. Oh,
1: it looks like a fucking train wreck, but it's going to be so bad. I don't, I'm gonna not going to
0: see that in theaters, but I will definitely oh, rent, it on, rent it oh, on rent it on uh me. like on demand or some shit.
1: Oh hell yeah. 100%. Then you have uh fucking The Barbie trailer, which is pure insanity. I mean, good mm-hmm. for you good for the feet people, I guess? Yeah, good for feet people and those who I will beach off
0: you. I'll yeah. beach you off. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, Pause! 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 Calm down. Oh <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll
2: beach both of you at the same time.
0: Oh man. Get getting, 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 homie was real eager. Oh, uh, yeah, meds was but, uh, but yeah, no, uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the same boat. Uh, definitely Secret Invasion was a stand, was the standout trailer. Uh, probably followed by Ahsoka. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited as hell for Ahsoka because I know Filoni, like, this, this character is his baby, so, like, not gonna, it's not gonna, he's not gonna fuck up with this. Plus... The episodes with that uh, featured Ahsoka in Mando and in Boba were the were the best ones. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So
2: also, um, nothing is confirmed yet, but it did look like she might be facing an Inquisitor to herself. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, and obviously the title heir to the Empire definitely like you know tend to tingle for any old EU fans and that classic novel series. Uh, I doubt it's going to follow any of those events, because uh, I would hope not, because I hate the Yuzong Fong with a passion. Uh, and
1: then hmm. we have the two animated uh, shows. To be honest, I am really curious to see what they do uh, with the two trailers that we saw.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Because, goddamn, damn! That uh, Clone High nonsense
0: Clone High looks hilarious, and it's and Unicorn is a Gendi Tartakovsky project, so I'm always going to support Gendi Tartakovsky. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh yeah.
2: Also, um, Clone High obviously adding more um, diversity people in it this time. Yeah, and uh, getting an Egyptian actress to play Cleo this time. I thought that is was cool. a good thing. I thought that was cool. Although I will I will let you guys in on a thing that even though they recapsed her,
0: you but you, but, but you, but you know the what the, you, know, you know what the funny thing is about that technically? Uh-huh. Like if you want to be really really Mr. Semantic, Cleopatra's not Egyptian. She's She's Greek yeah.
1: She's technically yeah. a transplant. Yeah. She's from
0: Greek. From She's not transplant. actually Egyptian. Yeah. So that's I, I, again I, I find mean, that funny. Yeah, I like, get an Egyptian do, actress was, to play Cleopatra. Cleopatra's not Egyptian. I was,
2: well, I know they got an actress of color. I don't know what her ethnicity is, but uh but, like the original the original actress is gonna be playing a different character
3: in the show now. Cool. So that's good. And
1: my god, the, uh, the historical figures that- I'm just excited for
0: JFK show. and his nonsense, especially and after Inside Ooh. Job, and what Inside yeah. Job did with JFK, rest in peace.
1: Yeah, man. And also, Confucius, man's out here living that influencer life. He
0: reminds me of, you You saw the, did you see the anime High Dive, and your boy Ko Ming, with uh, Zhuge Liang? As, like, an um, idol manager. I,
1: I wanted to actually start that.
0: That was the vibe I got. It's a very good anime. Totally recommended. I think you'd get a kick out of it.
1: Oh, I like that music shit, so.
0: And definitely a good uh, wingman
2: for JFK.
1: Yep, yep. Oh my God. And yep. who was the uh, big lanky bro uh, who was playing that uh, Rock to the Nuts game <laughs> with. Confucius. Was, I,
0: I couldn't tell honestly.
1: That that was what was rocking my brain.
0: Ah, oh, funny. Funny. I thought
2: that
3: was JFK.
1: I don't think no. that was JFK. Oh, no, 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 because no, 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 no
3: cause, no, that cause was J- Lincoln. Oh, it's um, Lincoln? Okay, that Lincoln? makes sense. Bruh. That Bruh. makes sense. Yeah. Oh. So Lincoln and Confucius, my bad. But yeah. yeah. But anyway,
2: um and all the people. Characters that are returning, they got the original cast. Nice to do
0: it. And plus it's Lord so and Miller, cool. so you know that shit is gonna be funny. Uh oh, and, yeah. and well written. So definitely excited for Indeed. that. But yeah, that's pretty that's pretty much it for the conspiracy. trailers. Oh yeah. Oh, which they're again which again, conspiracy. inside job, man. Yeah. Rest oh, in yeah. peace. Yeah. But uh
2: but, yeah, uh, for my thoughts though, real quick, mm-hmm. basically the same, although I will say for uh for Barbie, I wish we got more plot, but uh it, <laughs> is it, but is there really a plot <laughs> never exactly is. exactly, oh. but i do I do agree, and the secret invasion trailer was was dope, and uh it's kind of a bit of a spoiler, but they did confirm basically who uh Amelia Clark is playing. Who's she playing? Uh, She's playing the uh, the human uh, personality of um, what's her face? Uh, Talos's uh,
3: wife. Oh, okay, cool.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Now the question Uh, is, gentlemen. Yeah. For Secret Invasion in particular, are they going to make roles evil
0: again? Maybe could be a whole Splinter faction thing. Club well, it seems
3: like they were. Yeah. Because it seems like the scrolls were the villain. Yeah, it. But. But it could be a bait and switch for the trailer.
1: Yeah. The MCU. I hear you. The MCU has established that the scrolls did nothing wrong.
0: Which is one of my issues but, with Captain uh, Marvel. But, you know, we'll, we'll get yeah. there when we get there.
2: And also, Homeboy. Homeboy, uh, in the trailer, that one dude looked like a super scroll.
0: Yeah, yeah, cause he, yeah, definitely. which I'm, which I'm, I was a little like, wait, can we really do Super Scroll without the ass ass yet? That feels weird. I mean, okay,
1: I know there's one way of going about it, cause Sacred Invasion pretty much did something similar mm-hmm. with all the ridiculousness that they did in the comics. R- remember all those Super Scrolls? Oh yeah,
0: they aired? did have a bunch of Super Scrolls.
1: Yeah. So and, the, and, and then
0: they were all eaten by, uh, Matt Gargan Venom. Yep. <laughs> a weird-ass time. Wouldn't that be a weird crossover, though, if Tom Hardy came in? <laughs> oh. Honestly, I would be down for that, because Tony Todd's- Tony Todd as the Venom voice is hilarious. Because yes. like he says this absurd okay. '90s comic book dialogue, but plays it totally straight. It is so fucking funny.
1: Pause. Pause.
0: But, Give me.
1: I wanted.
3: I. I want you to repeat that to me. Yeah, Tony Todd is the voice of Venom.
1: No one has told me this. You know,
0: oh, you've never seen the Venom movies. Yeah, yeah. Tony no. Todd is the voice of Venom.
1: A horror icon. Yeah. Voicing.
0: Yeah. The Candyman. I'm mm-hmm. mad. Just don't say that. Story. Just don't say that multiple times, right? I'm not trying to die. And also, oh, I yeah, said it once.
3: Here. I ain't no fool.
1: Oh, that just reminds me of some nonsense that I watched, recently.
3: But uh, I will
2: say that uh, I think even though Jay kept pausing throughout it, my favorite
0: trailer was probably the Ahsoka one. I, I, um, I was pausing as a super fan. I'm so, um, I, I, ha- I had I had I had to pause and frame by frame some of that because for a and, second I was um, like, wait, that's not Mara. That kind of looks like that looks like an Asian version of Mara Jade. Is that Mara Jade? I no thought, way. I thought you were thinking that it was Sabine. That did not look like Sabine at all. Like I, uh, that she, was my bad. She lo- she looks more like Japanese or Chinese rather than like Indian, like Sabine did in the cartoon. But, uh, or at least anyway, I thought Sabine uh, looked Indian. I'm, maybe maybe I could be. Wrong. I didn't think so. I didn't think so. But did she I look? Thought, uh, as, but did she look Asian to you?
2: Like Asian? Asian? I bet. I think I could see it. But anyway, uh, the Blue Beetle trailer was also really good and
3: uh, set up a lot of good questions, like, how in
0: the hell are we getting the Beetle? Ted Kort has to be involved in this somehow. And I mean, we know his sister is the bad guy. Yeah. So, like, Uh, probably his tech is hidden somewhere. They're probably going to do the same thing where he found it first, but, you know, couldn't activate it. Um, And, uh,
2: if they're not going to include Ted, it looks like they're at least going to include Ted's legacy, which is
1: cool. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, why would you do our boy Ted Cord like that, man? What I
0: think would really be cool, it's probably not going to happen, but if they got Brandon Ralph to play actual Ted Cord. Because. Wait. Cause, oh, damn. Because, like, so, so fun, fun Arrowverse fact for y'all. Uh, oh. Ori- yeah. Originally in Arrow, before he was, like, be- before they changed it last minute to Ray Palmer, uh, Brandon Ralph was supposed to play, uh, play Ted Cord on Arrow, which is why his suit looked all Iron Man-y. Um, but, mm-hmm. last second, they changed it to Ray Palmer. Um, which is why he still kind of had the Ted Cord personality, by being well, Ray. If,
2: if I'm not mistaken, the reason why they did that was because, at the time, they were actively trying to work on a Blue and Gold movie, yep. and didn't want the... the two things at once which is why they killed off the uh, suicide squad so quick on uh, a arrow, arrow yeah mm-hmm. so yeah same deal
0: but yeah i i think it'd be cool that like maybe him like having a cameo or something <laughs> like that would be fun I, I i just miss brandon ralph
3: man I, I do too which um by the way uh just as a hint mm. i am going to bring him up in just a minute okay Interesting. But yeah, is, is that everybody's thoughts on the trailers?
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Brian, I'll go ahead and pass it over to you for TV time. What what, what TV slash movies have you been catching up on in the interim between yeah. podcast episodes?
2: Three things, but I'll keep it quick. Uh, first one was, uh, I finished up the audiobook for a book that I'd been listening to uh, called uh, Daughter of the Deep by Rick Rarden. And, uh, it's his newest one that, uh, has nothing
3: to do with any mythology. It's about the modern-day descendant of, uh, Captain Nemo. And, uh...
0: By the, yeah, way, by the way, is she bit, is, is she Indian?
3: Yes. Good.
2: Good. They kept that. Um... Actively, most of the main cast are, uh, people of color. The, uh, Semi maybe love interest uh, is visually described as actually you're not looking like Miles from Into the Spider-Verse.
3: Huh. Alright. And uh and uh one of her best one of her best friends, one of the few
2: white main leads, is uh autistic, but
3: non-Hollywood autistic. Uh She even has her own service dog. Oh, so that's really cool. But, uh, overall, the story is kind of like, um, League of Extraordinary
2: Gentlemen meets spy kids with a little bit of that, like steampunk as tech from, uh, warehouse 13 and it's
3: Rick And so, you know, it's good. Um, but, uh, anyway, moving on. Sorry, what were you going to say?
1: I'm here for that.
0: <laughs> I mean, Ryan Ri- oh, has, yeah. has done was... some great series. I've read, all, I've read every series he's done, except for this one, because I had no idea this existed. And I just haven't read anything in a very long time, to be being quite honest with you. Um,
3: uh, I listened to the audiobook. Um. But uh, I mean that counts because I read a subscription to Audible. That counts as reading. Yep. 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 But anyway, um, that was
2: before all of this. Like, because then I watched The Last of Us, and then after The
3: Last of Us, I was just as a preview, kind of emotionally drained. Understandable. <laughs> so, uh,
2: so I needed a palate cleanser. So I finally watched um.
3: The Netflix show, My Dad
0: the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, I, I saw Which, I saw a trailer for that. Um, I I don't know if it was for the podcast or I just saw a trailer for it. But yeah, that's the that's the one on Netflix where the, the dad's like a, a space bounty hunter, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that looks fun. It, it's kind of like
3: in. the in the same vein as like a uh, old school uh ben 10, where
2: it seems like it's an episodic uh episodic kids show but then it gets like deeper and deeper and then just starts telling an overall arcing story with multiple episodes and stuff. I mean that's um, that's how most that's how
3: most kids shows were when we were when we were growing up. Yeah. Um the main the main dad himself
2: is mm from the boys
0: yeah onto uh i I forget what his last name is yeah yeah mm i i i i recognize his voice from the trailer and the uh daughter is uh
2: erica from uh strange things cool and uh i won't spoil it but uh jamie chung is in
3: it as a big character nice And, yeah, it's really cool. Um, Also,
2: oddly enough, it does, speaking of Ben 10, it does feature a character who looks like they could be the race that Vilgax was supposed to be
3: before all the augmentation. Oh, the the weird squid Cthulhu thing? Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. But, yeah, it's a good... Heartwarming, family-friendly type joint
2: that gets surprisingly deep towards the end and honestly didn't end where I expected it to. Um, Also, uh, Jim Rash, who pops up all the time on their show for some reason,
3: Mm.
2: uh, voices the villain. Nice. Uh, But uh, it was a nice little palate cleanser. And then because we had to postpone... Channel Chasers for a week. I thought I'd watch a show that I had been meaning to watch for a while that only just recently like, I think yesterday as of recording this, had its finale. Season 1 finale. And that was the new Quantum Leap. And I really enjoyed it. It was a lot better than an NBC show should be. Uh I will say that... I mean, this oh is also food. an NBC Wait. show, and it was fantastic. Well, I mean... It, a lot of the network, um, like quote unquote revival reboots. Oh,
0: you, oh, you, oh,
2: you mean you, oh, of,
0: oh, oh, you mean the revivals type show? I was gonna say because I, I was like, I might be misremembering this, but I think the good place for the NBC show, yeah. Oh yeah.
3: But uh, but yeah. Uh, it actually,
2: unlike the like Magnum PI and uh, I heard the Hawaii Road was good. And Hawaii Five O.
3: Yeah, I and, like, heard Hawaii Five O was good. Mm-hmm.
2: It's not a reboot. Like it's not a complete reboot. Oh, it's a follow up. Free- yeah. Um, IMDB, even uh, if you go into look like a list of characters, credits it, it credits it as a revival slash season six of the original show.
3: Oh. Because um, like actually the plot of the show happens because of uh,
2: Sam, the original guy from the original, like his character. Mm -hmm. And um, even though the actor passed away, uh, the character Al, his uh, daughter plays a role in the show. And uh, the character's daughter Mm -hmm. plays a role in the show. And it's actually really cool and uh, really good. Um, Like the original, it It goes hard into some of the political stuff and, like, social issues at times. And at other times, it'll uh, be more, like, Case of the Week type stuff. Um, Guest stars galore. Um, Two of the biggest prominent ones are, I mentioned it before, Brendan Routh. He comes in for an episode. Nice. Cool. And then also uh, Kaylee
3: from Firefly. Oh sweet! She's in an episode, um, but it's really good. Uh,
2: as a little, I uh, save this for later. But Jay, uh, one of the lead characters, like they techie, hmm? is actually Desire from Sandman. Oh sweet! Hell yeah! The same, the same actor, and they are playing a non-binary character. I like them.
3: I cool. like them. They're pretty, mm-hmm. they're pretty cool. They're also on TikTok, and oh. they're pretty cool. Um, nice. And
2: they let them be their cool non-binary selves, and uh, this is just a tiny minor spoiler, but I will say that uh, they do uh, do a uh, an episode about uh, trans and the situation going on with the trans community right now. Ah. Especially because they have them on the
3: cast. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. And I actually really liked it. Nice surprise. Uh,
2: really good cliffhanger for the end. More of a less is more type t- situation, though. And I can't wait for season two. Maybe we can cover it. Maybe not. We'll see.
0: Uh, but uh,
2: that's it for me.
0: All right. Uh Monty did it pretty quick. And then we can go to Sony uh, to, to wrap up uh, TV time. I might change it to screen time, since we are actually all talking about movies and other shit, too. Might just call it screen time. Yeah, that also sounds bad. That also sounds good. I'll workshop it, but I think that works but anyway. For me, uh, I wa- I watched uh, two movies uh, in the past like week and some change, and uh, one TV show. The two movies, John Wick four, and the Dungeons and Dragons movie, John Wick four. You know, nothing really needs to be said. It's another great John Wick movie. Rest in peace, Lance Reddick. Uh, fantastic final performance and. Uh, Really great movie. It's solid entry to the franchise. The 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 sh- the series somehow just gets better with every entry. It's crazy. Um, and Donny in once again plays a badass blind motherfucker. <laughs> like I know it's only his second time playing a badass blind motherfucker, but like, you know, still just as cool as when he did it in uh, Rogue One. Um, let me see. So the Dungeons and Dragons movie, I really liked it. It actually, funny enough, tying it back to the podcast, it remind it like the entire movie just reminded me of Vox Machina, uh, just because of the just just fun small, well, more like season one of Vox Machina, where it was more small scale adventure, like saving a city, as opposed to like the entire realm type deal, uh, and like it was just a lot of fun, and this was like a classic, like dad out to save his daughter type deal very similar to actually the last of us like we're we're going to be discussing soon the very fun movie don't obviously you know just don't take it seriously it's just a fun adventure and honestly just the charisma of the entire cast carries it like really well and um like you know i made fun of justice smith before about how like wooden his performance and like detective pikachu was and shit like that. He's actually really funny in this movie. I, I, I take that back, Justice Smith. Like you, You're not as stiff as I thought you were, my friend. Like, uh, you know, uh, y- yeah, you proved your comedic chops in this movie for sure. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris Pine was a hard carry, though. He, he, was, he was just so good in this movie. Yeah.
2: I did hear, uh, Two two little quick fun facts about the movie that I recently found out about. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, apparently, before they filmed the movie, the uh, cast played a game of D anD D together. Oh, cool! Like the That's main cool. cast.
3: Nice. Uh, and like
2: the... and uh, also the other thing is, um, apparently, uh, the Justice Smith and uh, the actress who uh, plays the druid. Yep. Apparently, they're big fans of, uh,
3: Dimension 20. Ah. Which is a D&D podcast. Yeah, I, I, I've, heard of, I've heard of Dimension 20.
2: So, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, nice. Honestly, it's really fun. Like, the banter definitely feels like shit that people would say at a table. Like, if you look at this as a le- at, through the lens of as a D&D campaign, as opposed to a movie, like I think you'll have a fun time. I mean,
2: like I heard that there's um one scene in particular with a birdman that really feels like it. It was just oh leaked man. out of a D and D session. Man.
0: So, so that's a running gag. I won't spoil what it is. It does involve an arachnora, but it's a running gag, and it is it comes up twice or maybe three times, but like it's just as funny every time. Um, it's great honestly like it's a lot of fun if you j- if you just want like a-, a fun time at the movies like I wouldn't like rush to see this but like I don't get why people are complaining about it like it's not anything like breaks the mold it- it's pretty much a by the numbers adventure flick but like it didn't suck you guys <laughs> like can we no. at least just acknowledge that it didn't suck like? There have been plenty of attempts at a D- 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 D&D type movies that have been terrible, but this was actually fun! Um, so those are the two movies I watched, and the one show that I watched was uh, on Amazon. It is uh, a relatively new mini-series uh, that uh, wrapped up, done by uh, one of my favorite uh, artists slash up-and-coming uh, directors slash, uh, like, TV show uh, creators, Donald Glover. Uh, it's called Swarm, and Swarm is a horror comedy, like suspense thriller mini series. Uh, essentially, <laughs> uh, like it, it start, it it focuses on this Beyonce stand in, right? Her name is Queen Naja, and the main character is a Naja stan. And hence why, the, hence why the, the the title of the series is called Swarm. It's an it's an allegory for the beehive. And if you've been online and are familiar with like mm-hmm. online fandom and online stand culture, like it very much leaned into that. But like in that like absurd, absurdist comedy way that Donald Glover really likes to do. But it also had and again, it's like an absurdist dark comedy, because this chick who is our main character, uh, like, this happened, this is the just overall, uh, like, premise of the show, so it's not really a spoiler. She becomes a serial killer. And, like, we follow her journey throughout in the miniseries. She's, like, a serial killer who basically who murders anyone who talks shit about nausea on Twitter. Uh, and it's (laughs) absurd- Dark, but also really funny, if you are aware of a lot of the inside shit with, like, fandom and stuff like that. Now, uh, obviously, the chick is a Beyonce stand-in, but, like, the actions I saw in the show, I don't really see Beyonce fans doing that, but I could totally see some barbs doing that. Nicki Minaj's fans and the K-pop people, yo, K-pop stands and Nicki Minaj fans are... Are the two fandoms that I'm scared of.
1: Oh, don't get me started on, like, idol culture in fucking Japan, dude.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. It's, like, the same shit. Well, like, Also,
2: I mean, the people... Nikki herself is a
0: personality, so
2: people that follow her...
0: Yeah, but, uh, honestly, well, like I said, if you are interested in, like, horror comedy, and are able to, like, accept this, like, absurd camp kind of thing, I think you'll enjoy Swarm, especially if you are aware of, like, fandom culture online. Like, it was a lot of fun. Again, it's not something you're supposed to, like, play straight as, like, a oh, man, this chick is a serial killer. No, it's really fucking funny. Because the shit she pulls off, and the kills... Like I want to see someone do a kill count video for this for this show because it some of these kills are
1: hilarious um I mean you just have to wait for uh, well James A Genice is uh taking some time for personal reasons so uh, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so so
0: I, so any, anybody who's interested in that kind of stuff uh, if you if you like Donald Glover's work on Atlanta, if you like the like Jordan mm. Peele horror social commentary type thing that he does with like get out and nope like it's in that type of vein but it's not like super artsy in the same way that jordan peele has gotten recently where like uh but where it's still more focused on like the the horror thriller aspect but still but also leaning into that absurdist camp so i like again Mm -hmm. it's just a lot of fun um it was a quick six-episode watch, 30 minutes apiece, uh, like, easy-breezy, beautiful cover girl, um, you know, I, I really enjoyed the show, I mm. uh, had a good time with it, uh, but let's go ahead and talk about the, the, the main show of the night, uh, a, a show that what we all enjoyed, mean? for sure, that's coming Oh, Jay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right, Tony, my bad.
3: <laughs> Bruh. Well,
1: mine is just going to be pretty short. Uh Finished episode 5 of uh, Osama Sentai King Oger that came out last week. Well, this past Monday with subs and whatnot. Still enjoyable show. Really loving this Sentai being the newest Sentai on the block right now. And then, a little personal goal for myself, because... There were some series that I forgot to finish. So I decided to finish Kikai Sentai Zenkaiger, which was the 45th anniversary uh, uh, season for Super Sentai as a whole. Finally got to finish that from where I initially left off, and I think it was in the... mm, Started from the early 30s to episode 49, which is the ending of the show. Really enjoyed Zenkaiger as, sh- as a series. It's ending had wholesome moments, and I just... I was glad to actually enjoy that show, because it did so many different things. And now I'm debating with myself to either finish uh, Machine Sentai Kira Major, or do the show that came after Zenkaijer, which was uh, Avatar Sentai Dawn Brothers. You know, I started both shows at the same time, and I stopped at episode six for both of those shows. So I'm debating now which one out of the two I really want to watch. And then I decided to catch up on Baki again. Nice. <laughs> right. And the fight I stopped at for a good chunk of time was the Doppo versus Dorian fight in the amusement park.
0: Oh, the amusement park right that was a good one.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it for me
0: <laughs> all right so yeah let's jump into the last of us. Ooh, boy no. Ooh, boy no, oh boy all right so let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and talk about it so uh <laughs> like I mentioned before at the at the top of the podcast uh, like we have three different perspectives someone who's fully played the game and watched the show. I actually watched the show twice. I watched it week to week as the episodes were coming out, and I refreshed myself uh, just prior to recording uh, this episode of the podcast. Uh, Tony is currently working his way through a playthrough of The Last of Us, and he watched the show, and Brian has only seen the show. Uh, Yeah, I marathoned the show and watched a couple
2: of the reactions, so I didn't Fully rewatched, but I watched, like, clips and
0: stuff.
1: And in my case, I only watched up to episode three, because...
0: Wait, you didn't finish the show? Wait, why, why are you here? Tell me? wait! You Tony? Just, you geez. didn't finish the show?
1: Well, personally, for me, I'm getting...
0: Ah! <laughs> wait, Tony, wait Wait a second, hold on hold, hold the phone And we're gonna keep this in the podcast Why are you here if you didn't finish the show?
1: Oh, I was thinking about Giving my perspective of actually playing through the game too I mean, sure But
0: like, we're gonna talk about Like, you know, the rest of it The whole last,
2: <laughs> The whole ass show, and look I know that you don't care about Spoilers But it's also hard to discuss it When you don't have an opinion
0: on it because you You haven't seen it. it. Yeah, like, you can't really have a back and forth with us if you don't, if you haven't actually seen the content we're talking about. Jay
2: himself literally told you that if you needed it, you could watch it together. Yeah.
3: But, like, Jay just literally went through a whole rewatch of it.
0: I, I I literally was like, "Hey, if you need, if you if, I, I know I know you got your parents' HBO Max, but if you, I, I'm watching it right now, if you want to watch it with me, we could watch it." I did offer, don't we? Well,
1: yeah, you did, but you know me, man. I'm trying to juggle so many other things. with- No, I get
0: it.
2: But well, like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I guess uh, I guess give you extra time to get ready for work.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you can, I guess, I guess you can you still, can talk, uh, I guess you could give us your initial thoughts point. and then talk about, like, that episode, and then you, I guess you, th- then you can dip. Again, yeah. I don't, like, I know you don't care about spoilers, but also, like, I want you to I actually see this.
1: Point, what you're trying to Yeah. Say. I mean, also, when you guys know me for years, if I'm going to just initially do something, and just give my thoughts of what I do know. That's pretty much it, you know? I mean, all right. So, yeah. We'll, yeah we'll, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Uh, uh,
3: uh, it it kind of is.
2: It, it is a little bit. <laughs> it is a little bit. <laughs> when, when you want to talk, when you want to jump on to a show that is talking about nine episodes and you've only seen
3: three of them.
0: Yeah, like, if you if you, if you, if you had seen t- t- four or five,
3: then it's like, all right, you at least got halfway.
1: Eh. I'm trying not to stress out about little things that... Not to say that...
3: Well, then, uh... Important. Tony, don't... Then, uh, I hope you don't mind, but, uh... We might... Have to send you off
0: early... Yep. yeah we, yeah we, we'll yeah we'll we'll, de- we'll definitely have to we'll definitely have to have you have you have you drop after we after we talk about episode three then because uh and, we 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 want to have we want to ha- actually have an in-depth uh, discussion on the rest of the show uh don't worry folks tony isn't gonna dis. tony isn't disappearing it's just you know <laughs> we we can't we, we can't do we can't do a full show without actually having a back and
1: forth yeah and- just not in. It's all in good faith, isn't? And these guys are right. It wouldn't be fair to y'all. It wouldn't be fair to me. It, it, I mean, and also I would just be sitting there quiet anyway.
0: All right. So let's go ahead and uh, get officially started. Now that we got now that we got that like weird curveball out of the way, uh, let's let's just start this off. uh so, I want to start with you, Brian, because you're, like, the least experienced with the franchise, um, so obviously, uh, you, obviously you had heard about it and stuff like that, but like, what, uh, what were your thoughts going in, and how you feel, com- how do you feel coming out? Well, um,
2: I will let you know that, uh, going into it, I knew, I knew the
3: basic premise, um... I knew, I'll just say, an early plot point. Uh, and uh, I also
2: knew uh, one significant line towards the end because it got uh, memed to shit on uh, TikTok. Ah. Uh. But, uh, and also, I knew that it was a very acclaimed story. I think
3: I have the game. Of the first one, I just never played it. Gotcha. But, uh, but yeah, I. And of course, you know, uh,
2: Osmosis, a couple things here and there because, uh, Critical Role. And, uh, two of the Critical Role ladies are kind of involved in this, uh,
3: series. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, when, and one of them was in the show. Or. Uh, yeah, Two well, of them. Really? Like
0: uh, so I so I know the original voice of Ellie was in the show. Um who, who else from Critical Role was uh was, was in was in the show. Laura Bailey. Where where, where was she at? I d I don't know what she looks like. So I, I, I just um, I just didn't identify her, I guess.
2: Don't want to say too much because uh, oh, to right, me, right, right right but but uh she played a
3: nurse. Oh Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Okay. But, oh. but yeah. But yeah, so um, that was me going into it and I was going to still
2: play it but then, or at least watch a playthrough of it, but Jay was like, no, don't, I want your fresh and for a channel, if you don't mind can we just go in fresh so we get a different perspective? And I was like, yeah, okay fine. And I was cool with it, and I think he knew that I'd be cool with it. So
0: yeah, no arm, no foul. Yeah, no, uh, i think uh, I think it makes for it makes for a unique experience with uh, with the podcast. You know, mm-hmm. uh, to to get to get the different angles. And let's just say,
3: after done watching it, holy shit! Um, I tried
2: to marathon it, and. I would not have made it all much
0: worse. I honestly, Brian, if I had known you were going to do that, I would have warned you against it because, like, I was watching week to week. And even then, like, when when it came to certain episodes, I needed more than a week to recover.
2: I watched the first episode live so we could talk about it. And we did talk about it in the previous episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then the rest of the, I just, like, got behind because I was prepping for other channel chasers and all of that, to the point where I was just like, oh, marathon the whole thing. Not knowing how much of an emotional gut punch it was, which is why I turned to a uh, quote-unquote kid's show. Bro, it wasn't an emotional gut punch. It was punch. a kid show.
0: Oh my it bad.
2: was a kid show, but it was a kid show kind of like uh, Gravity Falls or Ben 10 is a kid's show.
0: It wasn't an emotional but, uh, gut uh, punch, anyway. man. The Last of Us, the HBO Max Last of Us, was a fucking emotional mm-hmm. stand rush. It was just right to the fucking feels.
3: My wo Rotten <laughs> franchise. Same time period.
0: Uh but yeah. But so, anyway. so Tony. Um hmm. since you've since you've played through a good chunk of the game and I, I and I guess at least seen like the opening bits of it, uh what are your what are your initial thoughts on the show? Um and uh like what... and your thoughts on like the game as well, I guess.
1: Well, from what I saw of the show, I actually do enjoy it as an adaptation. Because that was one of the things that drew me into playing the Last of Us, and for, for, for trying to prep for this show, because RE4 took most of my time, if I'm going to be honest with you. Oof. But I wanted to know how different these two same same concepts veered differently from game to television. And I got to say, man, I love it. Even though I had other things to take care of, trying to make bread. <laughs> Focus on trying to live life and pain. <laughs> and I wasn't gonna put myself through the same thing Brian did and try to like blitz run it and just feel emotionally drained. perk. But you know, I yelled at myself... I yelled at my television screen when I was playing through the game. Oh, yeah. I was stuck at the Capitol building.
3: Oh, I... I I, I can see the exact Uh, part. I haven't played the game, but
2: that is one of the things that I do know about it is not only is it heavily emotional and a
3: great story, but it's very hard. Well, you know...
0: Some of us have no shame in playing on the easy, so.
1: Well, <laughs> I was trying my best to think strategically at that time. I was like, motherfuckers. You know what's the dumbest thing, Jay? What? I forgot how to run.
3: What? <laughs> Alright, that,
0: that's your own damn fault. Oh, that's yeah, your own damn fault.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I had to remind myself, and which I did. I learned from my mistakes at that moment.
0: The sprint button is always the same in most video games, though. So.
1: Not always.
0: Uh, but anyways, so for me, um, I w- so because I because I both played the game and watched it, uh, and like you know am a big TV fan. I was cautiously optimistic about <laughs> this. Um, I'm actually, but I was glad it was turned into a, a TV show because I've been following this since it was first announced to be a movie because mm-hmm. i Because, like, I was like, I don't know if they could do this as a movie. This is a very long and in-depth story. I think it'd be better as a TV show. And luckily, they were like, you know what? It's probably better as a TV show. So they changed it to a TV show. I was like, all right, this I can actually get behind. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, uh, when they announced Pedro Pascal as Joel, I was not the biggest fan on paper because he didn't look the part. And he, like... I just, I didn't get that same energy just from the set photos, you know? Uh, But that entirely changed as soon as I watched the first episode. Um, I mean, I should have known for Mando, because obviously the same, you know, the same aspect is done here. He he also plays a gruff dad Mm -hmm. in that, but, uh, like, he's very good at Small, super subtle, facial acting, and like... Even though he doesn't like, look like, ripped straight out of the video game, his mannerisms and personality 100% is. And uh, you know, same goes for uh, the actress who played uh, Liana Mormont, who also is uh, playing Ellie in in the show. Um, You know, she is probably the big star of the show me. She really mm-hmm. really sold it as Ellie and uh seeing her growth and maturity all throughout and just this journey and loss of innocence of this character is just as profound as it was playing through the game uh, which you know leads into why I have particular fears about the future but we'll get to that towards the end um uh, but overall, I, as someone who loved the game, it was one of my favorite games of the year at the time. Um, I totally, uh, just wholeheartedly recommend this adaptation. Uh, it's fantastic, and it, it gets you in all the same places as the game does. Mm-hmm. And man, was it worth it. And man, like honestly, even through the second rewatch, like I, I of course knew to pace myself because I was like, I don't got the emotional fortitude for this. I'm not just gonna fucking binge through it. Because, like, I-, I knew I was gonna have to rewatch it because I wanted fresher... I-, I wanted to refresh myself because I'd watched it week to week and it had been some time since then mm-hmm. and I watched plenty of stuff in between. And with my ADD-ass brain, I needed to, like, have shit fresh in my mind. Um, so... Like, I, uh, I paced myself through it, and, you know, you'd think because you already saw it once that shit wouldn't fuck you up again. But I was wrong. Mm -hmm. It did. And, uh, yeah. Um,
3: Apparently, I will say that this helps it. I hope you don't mind
2: me adding a little things to what you're saying. Uh, but, uh, apparently I just found out that, uh, the whole show was created. By uh, the dude who created the HBO show Chernobyl, ah, working with the creator of the game—that makes sense. Chernobyl was also a fantastic and, show, and also um, this—we uh, can go into more detail later about it. But one other thing that helped it was uh, they brought in the same composer from the game.
0: Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of the same motifs. And musical cues were there as well and that definitely helped with uh the atmosphere a- atmospheric element and uh that's another thing yeah. that's pretty huge with this show that i didn't think they were gonna get they really got that atmosphere down
3: mm-hmm.
0: like it and oh my god the mm-hmm. visuals oh yeah Jesus, Christ. Like scenery, visual, yeah, and just all again they, they kept intact all the little bits of the old world, and like it makes you think like oh shit, and just the the moments where you're just like oh shit, she's never experienced this because she's bo- she was born post outbreak. Mm. Oh fuck, that's that's crazy. Um. But yeah, no, it's it just a fantastic show. Really enjoyed it. Uh, so we're doing this differently than we do with our normal um, show breakdowns. Instead of going on, like character by character, or, or like and like addressing different arcs, we're at, we're going to talk about like different uh, like sections and scenes that like really heavily address the themes of the show, and then address characters. As we go along there. So, the first one, and probably the biggest section I have, is episode three, which is coincidentally the last episode Tony watched um, of the show. Um, And this is the Bill and Frank episode. Um, uh, In the game, we meet Bill. And, uh, like, Frank is hinted at and, like, offhandedly mentioned, but we don't, obviously we don't ever... Frank in the in the game, but in the show we get their full backstory. And my goodness, uh, who wants to start with this one? Because I'm not ready. Uh, you know, Tony, you go ahead. You you kick us off here.
3: When I was not
1: expecting to see what I uh, initially saw to begin. To be honest with you. But I was like,
3: that is surprisingly wholesome.
1: Finding love in a devastated world, even though you want to be a fucking shit gremlin and just stay oh, man. in
0: your hole. Uh, oh man, I was... You, oh, I, I, you, I, you almost had me singing Rihanna for a second. <laughs> you almost had me singing Rihanna for a second. Mm-hmm. Found love in a hopeless place. <laughs> Oh, let's play. We're not on YouTube. I don't get. I won't get DMCA.
1: <laughs> but so you get what I'm trying to say here, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure.
1: It, I, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. I'm a huge sucker for that. And then just to have the emotional impact at the end of that episode compared to. Where I'm at the game now, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, makes me kind of anticipate what's going to happen next for my playthrough. Am I going to cry more? Yes. The answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'll, go ahead, I'll go ahead and tell you that. I, I, I'm, I'm ready to cry. 'Cause apparently <laughs> even as
0: someone who is show only, yes. This game is this game and show is a, a tear factory for sure. And look, Darth, Darth, mm. Darth, Darth calls me a basic bitch for like crying at certain shit, but I look, I got a heart, man. I got a heart. And it mm. it, it, it it beats be, it, be, it beats be, oh, really? very very thoroughly for this show. And man, okay. Honestly, I'm too pussy to talk about this. Brian, you next. Alright. Yeah.
3: I had no prep for this episode. Um,
0: I didn't even
2: know Nick Offerman was going to oh, be I in Oh, I was going say, you didn't
0: know that Nick Offerman was there? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I keep track of casting, so I knew about I knew about, a. Uh, I knew about Joel, Tommy, Ellie,
2: and the uh, Kansas City lady, but I didn't know about Nick Gofferman. So seeing him and having the. I was already. The one thing that I did have prepared was uh, since I did watch this after the fact, the comic consensus episode three will wreck you.
3: Uh, Oh, 100%.
2: I didn't have any like uh, context for why or how. Uh-huh. But
0: uh I knew that it would wreck you. I'll also just this fun fact, th- that that was the whole reason I never talked to you about The Last of Us, Brian, while I was watching it <laughs> cuz yeah, I didn't want I to hear you. I didn't want to be like give you any warnings. I wanted you to experience oh, yeah. everything in full force. I
2: totally I totally get that. But uh,
0: and corruption. <laughs>
2: I, I didn't know before the show aired that Nick Offerman was going to be in it. Uh-huh. but then once the episode did air, I did hear people talking about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, not spoilers, but just talking about him. Yeah, um
3: But yeah, it was really cool because you see this guy who's like a survivalist doomsday
2: prepper who's actually living out
3: his, like, dream or his best life. what he thought would actually happen. Uh, and, uh, he's Nick
2: Offerman, so of course he's kicking all kinds of ass, breaking into places, prepping, doing everything, and then runs into just a random dude who like, changes his life forever in a very meaningful and very sweet and romantic way that really Man. threw you for a loop and was really well done. Man. And then the interweaving of it and addressing things
3: that you would hurt heard before like the whole origin of the music radio code and the like he brought down his walls so it helped to bring Joel to get his walls down and
2: that weird double date that came out of nowhere which was mm-hmm. it was super cute weirdly sweet yeah it it definitely had like awkward tones to it especially
3: because of the guns uh-huh. but it was also very cute and also, definitely, like, kept that, like, are they, aren't they about Joel and Tess?
2: Which I like that they never really address, but we'll get into that mm-hmm. uh, but later.
3: But, uh, and just continue that, and then at the end, you can just, like, this goes
2: back to Pedro, because at the end of the episode, you get to see them again. And just to see, like, uh, you mentioned this off camera, and we can talk about it more. But Pedro's just subtle acting. Like, oh yeah, when yeah. he sees the plant's dead, you can just see it on his
0: face. And, and, uh, he and also, and knows. also, just his reaction, like him, like just how he crumples the letter afterwards. Especially when, mm-hmm. like, Ally gets to the part uh, where, where, like, he mentions tests and it's just like, mm-hmm. oh man. Uh, Alright, I've been dodging with all of And,
2: and uh, I will just, uh-huh. I will just say one other thing is because I've been kind of dodging this one plot point, but mm-hmm.
3: uh, seeing this whole build up and even them doing that little red herring of uh, you think he's
2: he's dying from the gunshot, and then, and then, cut then they ten years the Black, later, and yep. it's, 10 years later, and the other one is in a wheelchair, which was a good subversion. Yep. Mm -hmm. But, uh,
3: in the end, their their last moments, I've... I kind of saw it after one particular moment, but, uh, the guzzling of the wine. Mm -hmm. But, uh,
2: that speech that Nick Offerman gave at the end, though, uh huh. That that on top of the music and them getting married and them recreating their first,
3: like, basically date. Yep.
2: Um. That had wrecked me, and I was literally crying.
3: Oh man. Um. But yeah, it, it was a Bravo episode.
0: Indeed. Dude, oh my god. Where do, where do I even fucking begin? Alright, so... I know, right? So, like, first off, music is such a huge thing mm. in both the game and the show. Um, and, you know, this is it's a running thing all throughout, you know, the different cassette tapes, Ellie's Walkman, uh, obviously, we see Bill... You know singing singing the song or uh, like that you know starts the connection with frank and then joel having a connect- connection to that song as well joel's connection to music is pretty cute um all throughout the show also um oh my god i mean hell it's also a plot device with the fact that it's a code yep it that that's just brilliant nick offerman has such a great voice, which I did not expect. I've never heard him sing before, so, like, mm-hmm. that, that caught me off guard when I first saw it. Uh... Same. And, I, I just, it's so wholesome, man! It's mm-hmm. so wholesome, and, y- you know it's gonna be sad, cause you play the game, and you know Frank ain't there! And, like, you know, they never outright say that they're that they're married in the game, right? Like, It's just like one of those like implied things because this game i mean it's not like this game came out in like the early 2000s where that was like shocking or whatever but like still it's still like pretty rare to see like openly gay characters prominently featured in a video game uh so like it was it was one of those like implied things but, like, man, seeing that story play out, and just how genuinely sweet it is, and this, just the moment where he just goes, you know, no, it's okay, I'm getting old, you know, I, I'm i when he said, I'm satisfied, and you are my purpose, I- I lost it! I'm about to lose mm-hmm. it now! Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm- Dude, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> damn it, Jake. Do not cry. Alright? You already watched the episode. Alright. Uh god damn it. Oh um, But yeah I'll also say one other thing
2: that uh-huh. I forgot to mention. Uh-huh. Is it wasn't just like the big moments at the end that that were really like heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. It was also just like smaller moments. Yeah, like the where, like uh, when like when he like him uh, the
0: strawberries
2: and shit like that. Like, yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna mention. And he eats the strawberry, and is giddy like a schoolgirl.
0: Yeah, and then like they almost ha- they almost yes. had sex on the strawberry. It's like no, no, no on the strawberries. Like, uh, it's just it's so cute. Yeah. and it's just oh my god, man.
1: Yeah, it, with all of that, when just exploring all that time with these two characters, just seeing. Just how an unlikely romance, just between two people.
0: And so, and so, like, and the reason I wanted to bring this up, uh, and I didn't mean to cut you off there, Tony. Um, Sorry about that. Uh, But like, the reason I wanted to focus so deeply on this episode is because I feel like this episode is a microcosm of the entire show, because the Um, show itself is about is about the journey of a man rediscovering his will to live like finding his humanity again and that's how like bill's
3: story ended he found his purpose you know yeah Mm -hmm. and in the end joel does too i mean i know that in in his
2: letter in bill's letter he mentions Doing it to protect
0: Tess, but.
2: Yeah, it yeah. works.
0: It, wor- it still works the same honestly, with Ellie. It works better with Ellie, honestly. Because, honestly, Tess. Uh,
3: minus that, like, last moment where she got hit, she can hold her own. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so, man. And, what uh, what I, a I do,
0: beautiful episode. Honestly, this one's going to win an Emmy. Yes. Like, I have no Hopefully. doubt this particular episode, um, at the very least, is going to get indeed. nommed.
3: Indeed. Um, and I will say that uh, you talked about how this represents the uh, show as a whole. hmm
2: One other thing that I do like is uh, this show is not afraid to show gore. Yep. Um, like, uh, the scene where, where Frank is patching up Bill... And you see like blood
0: spurting everywhere. Oh, Amen. And What uh, when the mother when the motherfuckers raid the try, try to raid their area and they're like set on fire and shit because of the tripwires? Yes. Holy fuck. But but also
2: the thing that I was getting at is not only that, but they also know when to hold back and when to not show something. Oh yeah. Like the fact that we never see Bill and Frank dead it's just alluded
0: to yep we and see they, them and, yeah, and they mentioned the corner
2: yeah. to go into their room
0: and they and and they mentioned in the letter like please don't go into the bedroom we left the window open so it's not going to smell but uh we'd rather you not walk in on that cuz that's probably one hell of a sight yeah, yeah you know, no, like- yeah, I that, liked yeah, that was really nice. Also, mm-hmm. uh, speaking of like not showing things and making things effective, like when the motherfuckers died when they're raiding, like we don't get to see all of them die, but we hear them screaming in the background all throughout. And honestly, that shit's effective. Ah! Ah! Yeah, that shit is just as effective and honestly a little bit more scary if I'm being real with you. And then, and then that
2: like one one-off line from Bill. Yep. Where he's like- The fence will kill the rest of them. And don't- don't- yeah, the fence will kill the rest of them. It's like shit!
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, such a- such a fantastic episode, man, like- honestly, I I think it's my favorite episode of the season.
3: Like, Yeah. hands down. I'm glad that was the last episode you saw, Tony. (laughs) think just personally for me i really wanted to see
1: what kind of story i mean since this is an adaptation of a video game and we were talking before uh the po- like the start of the podcast so how in a video game more like before we started i just can't remember when exactly but you get know what I'm trying to say, yeah, it, right? It's yeah, off mic, yeah. the game has this, it's one because it's a video game. Yeah. But then you, when you're trying to streamline it for an adaptation, you can give some parts of the game's lore and initial backstory for some characters that were in the game that you never really put a lot of thought into. Not typically, but yeah. Yeah, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, You're no, right. yeah,
0: yeah, but yeah. That's what Brian mentioned in the beginning. Like, you got to flesh mm-hmm. out a lot more, uh, a lot more characters because you have more time. Um, mm-hmm.
1: and I think doing so with uh, Bill and Frank's story in this episode is a great microcosm of how to adapt things that were implied in the source material and made it its own little thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I enjoy the most when it comes to adaptations, because I think we've all discussed in some point in time how we feel about certain adaptations. Oh, yeah. And The Last of Us, even though I personally haven't watched the entire show itself, but I can just see from the three episodes I saw alone that it's a good adaptation. But because, just as a
0: side note, we do highly encourage you to finish it,
1: <laughs> well, I may have to talk to, um, to you about actually trying to finish that, you know, all right, yeah, yep, yeah, gotcha um, we still need to watch uh Superman and Lois, don't we
0: oh, yeah, for sure, for sure we we could we all we could we, 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 we can we can do that, but just just maybe not back to back because it's like <gasps> Yeah. oh. Yeah. Man, because let me tell you, I also, know. also, Superman Moses' cliffhangers—they are a bitch. Oh yeah. Oh
1: well, yeah, obviously, but. uh But you can kind of see the point I'm trying to make yeah, here, yeah. right? And
0: I, I got you. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like uh, I the mindset of this being an adaptation, mm-hmm. and I wanted to see how the show would stand on its own merits as well as this being an adaptation. For sure. <laughs> mm-hmm from what I saw, I can say that yes, this is great. I'm just kicking myself in the shin that I didn't give myself enough time to actually do to actually watch the, the whole show.
0: <laughs> I postponed the show a week. <laughs> that's what, see, that's the, that, that's the craziest thing that gets me, right? like If we were doing this on time, I would totally understand. But I even delayed a week. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and that and that's a me thing because <sighs> trying to make.
0: sure... I, I mean, don't I, know. I I get, I get it, dude. No, you don't, you don't need to justify. It. This is just us making fun of you. Uh, well, I
1: mean, um, when don't you guys make fun
2: of me? Who knows? But yeah. So well, to be on to be honest, Tony, when don't we ever make fun of each other? Yeah.
1: But, I mean, yeah. yeah.
0: There. but yeah Tony so th- thank you for being here we'll, 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 see, we'll see you next week when we cover Bad Batch hopefully you, you have Disney Plus so you can watch that
1: um, yeah just to save myself the trouble I can just start watching a bit of it while I'm at work okay. on the
0: good good <laughs> watch it this time <laughs> don't half ass us man alright we'll see we'll see you next week get the fuck out Alright, I'm out. Bye. Peace. Peace. Alright. <laughs> right. Viewers at home, I know that sounds abrupt and mean, but, like, if I didn't do that, he would have kept going. So. like, uh,
2: Like, honestly, like, honestly, before, like, just in hanging out, just in us hanging out, We've like talked about a TV show or talked about a movie and gone on, and it's been like four or five of us, including Tony, and we'll go on for hours.
0: And then Tony will be like, "Yeah, I never saw it," and we're like, "What?" I d- yeah, I don't, I don't get it, fam. I don't get it. But anyways, so, why did you say anything? We've been talking for hours about this thing. So, but moving on to the next section, so we could so we can keep a good pace. Um. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's move on to Kansas City um so this section of the story will let us talk about kind of just the open the, the, the world itself and kind of how society has changed mm-hmm. and then of course with that we'll talk about uh like the whole federal uh the whole anti-federal rebellion that happened with in, within Kansas City and then Sam and Henry situation and that tragedy so uh Brian as always we're gonna start with you because you're show only. So what did you think of the world um, and how they set that up, especially with this whole the whole Kansas City thing?
3: Because we had I'm seen like a little it, bit of because... it with Bo-
0: with Boston and stuff, but like we get to see just how bad it can get in Kansas City.
3: Well we see th-
2: we start off with uh them in the road trip, which was really good, really cool bonding. Had some funny moments to it. And we follow Joel and Ellie as they enter and then have a moment which, honestly, even somebody who hadn't seen, who hadn't played the video game, kind of could tell that, that that was a bit video gamey. Yep. Um, like, when they crashed the car. Yep. And they... They even have the moment where where he sends her through a window and she unlocks the door. Yep, which is totally a like video game mechanic that has been used by several different video games. Um, but uh, you get to see it, and then they and you get a, like a little taste of the world. But then they go for a nap and uh, are woken up, and then. That's how they end the episode. So the next episode, you run that back and you see it, like, from the actual perspective of the people that are actually living in
3: Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's really cool and really different, like, at least in, uh, at least when we started, it was like you had the ongoing
2: war of Fedra and the Fireflies, and so...
3: This is kind of like a look into what could happen if, like, the Fireflies won. Yeah. And, like, the opposite side of the scale of, like, evil. Mm -hmm. If you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Like, totalitarianism. Well, it's more like Um, anarchy. Yeah, anarchy. Totalitarianism Um, is more of, like, a dictatorship. What kind of was that, too? I mean... It was kind of both of them. Because she was running things. Yeah, but people chose her. You know? Yeah. But anyway, it's like the other side of the spectrum, like...
2: Because when we first see the Fireflies, at least in the show, they're set up to be, like, the freedom fighters, the quote-unquote good guys. And now we can see like,
0: what that
2: is not that like black and white.:
0: Oh yeah, nobody and, yeah, nobody in this world, just like in real life, is is wholly good or wholly bad, you know? Like no.
3: But uh, yeah, so I really like it, and it was really cool, because
2: here is a weird situation where you have a disability.
3: That is kind of almost a perk. It reminded me of a quiet because, place. Yeah,
0: because like honestly, because, a quiet place has kind of that the, the similar that similar vibe because it's a it's also a, a zombie apocalypse where the zombies are very sound sensitive. So like, but um, like mm-hmm.
3: you actually get to see ASL and them talking. Yep, and it's. It's really cool cuz with Sam and Henry you do get to see more of the world but you do also get
2: to have like show while you're showing like the more like evil side of humans with like Kansas City people and all that you also do get like moments of happiness and quiet oh yeah like when they're downstairs in
0: like the uh, safe zone yeah, bunker, yeah, in, in, thing in, in, in where the in the in, in the remodeled classroom, yeah, I I think like uh, that's probably some of my favorite parts. Is just I love whenever we get to see Ellie be a kid because that that's another thing yes. that, that, that that the game that the game d- does a great job at as well of like yeah sure she's she was forced to grow up real fast cause she's in a really fucked up world but at the end of the day she's still a kid. Mm-hmm. and like I, some of the just all the running things that she has like the l- little book of puns her playing with sam and actually having a friend it's just it was so nice to see that and just uh the he-
2: superhero and,
0: and and just henry being like you know hearing sam laugh and be like man i haven't heard that in a long time uh it's just it's so nice and like even if I had, yeah even if i hadn't uh, played the game before, like they were telegraphing it super hard, like oh, oh this ain't gonna end well they're making friends You never yeah. make friends in these type of like, shows
3: like jo like all this time with Ellie and all that, even by this time he started talking
2: about Tommy, and we find out that Joel. Doesn't really like people, and he doesn't like traveling in groups. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole entire reason why he traveled in the first place was because Tommy. Yep. He wanted to protect Tommy, and so to see the fact that at the end
0: Joel actually yeah when when he le- when he, when, he, when he legit invited them like even though even though I played the game yeah even though I played the game like as a TV fan you're just like oh shit. They're dead.
3: And then you see the... Oh.
0: oh, man. And, oh my god, just... Again, just... Not another scene of just Ellie being a kid, that naivete of, like, I can save you, my blood is medicine. Her trying to help Sam, and then her waking up like, Sam, are you okay? And then... it goes left, and then... ha. Oh. My heart. The other, the other screams and like just fear. And Bella then Rains, and, They are um, awesome. And then oh my god, dude! Like just the, the moment where like Henry just has the reaction, does what he has to do, <laughs> and then like it doesn't register obviously. And then it's just like oh my god, what did I? What did I do, what, Sam? And then, without even blinking, like... You know, like, I, I love how fast it happens, because how real that shit is. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Joel didn't even have time to react. Henry, no! <sighs> oh my god, yo. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Like, like, we talked about how Frank and Bill impacted me. Both in the game and in the show, this was the turning point for me where I was, like fuck. Oh, you, I
3: can see that.
0: Like, there's always a point in every zombie apocalypse thing where you're just like, well, nah, shit ain't gonna get better. Mm. We just got a deal.
3: That <laughs> is where that came in for me. And I was just mm. like, shit. Man. And, uh, I will say, I will say, um, two things. Mm. one,
2: that else, as someone who hasn't played the game uh
3: thinking about that scene after knowing how Joel got his scar just makes
2: it even more
3: oh yeah impactful
2: oh yeah uh and then also um cuz uh it's been in the news a lot cuz they're prepping for the spinoffs and all that, and also, it's probably the reason why Hollywood has a bit of uh, zombie fatigue, but uh, The Walking Dead, at least towards where I stopped watching it, it was like, oh, here's this familiar face actor. Dead. Here's dead. It was, and it's just like, it, how many people can we introduce to kill them off?
0: So and it's just... Like- Like, the thing that I I like about The Last of Us that's different from The Walking Dead is that, like, with The Last of Us, it's not just the same cycle over and over again. Like, oh, hey, we found a place to live. Oh, it's occupied by people that are evil. Humans are the real monsters. Don't you get the message? Like, yeah. The Last of Us does that. This beloved character dead for no reason. The Last of Us does that. But like, it still keeps hope alive. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. And the deaths the the deaths that do have not only matter, but are very dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like um, like I do. I keep blanking on her name. I don't know what her name
3: is. But the the Kansas City leader. Uh, I think her
0: name was uh, was uh, Kathleen. Kathleen. Kathleen, the way she dies. Oh, I, I, I gotta tell you, I I had never cheered for the infected before in my life.
3: Yeah, until they showed also, up. Also, the
2: fact that Kathleen died by an infected kid.
0: Yeah, kids die is every. Just poetic justice. Yeah, kids die every day, Henry. Whatever, yeah. Fuck you, bitch. Oh man. Oh man. Um, and Bench. also, speaking about like the Last of Us still being a realistic and like very, very like down and gloomy, dark world, mm-hmm. but still keeping the hope. Um, I, I like the moment where like the, the like Kathleen acknowledges. She goes, "No, nah, um, Mike told me to forgive him." But guess what? I can't. Yeah. Like it shows like, no, he understood, he got it. And he was like, no, I get it. Forgive him. It's okay. We, so there are good people still out uh, there.
3: Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: By the way, fun fact.
3: Her second in command. Dude with the big beard. hmm Did he sound familiar to you? Nah. That's that's OG Tommy. Oh shit. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. OG, OG Tommy, OG
2: Joel, OG, and OG Ellie are all in it. Nice. And also, um,
3: I think Abby is her name? Oh, yeah. But anyway, moving on. Uh, but yeah, so the whole
2: Kansas City double art thing was really good and to really show it's like the impact of the world and also these two characters Oh, yeah. But, oh my god, at the end, the biggest gut punch, though, I will have to say, is probably the, like, Etch-A-Sketch thing,
0: I'm sorry. Yeah! Ooh, that got me. That got me. Um, yeah. Alright, so moving on to the next, uh, the next, like... Part of the world that I wanted to discuss, kind of more of the world building, and uh, to keep me in, keep me in the section, uh, talk about mm-hmm. the cannibal church. And, and oh, uh,
3: fuck and, that, and, and, dude. And, and, and,
0: and like where where their uh, like where Joel and Ellie's relationship has developed up to this point. Um, I really love like how much they have grown to, to like care for each other. Like the fact that he teaches her how to shoot. He trusts her with the gun. All mm-hmm. this shit. That she's able to take care of him after he gets stabbed shows her just kind of ingenuity in her stepping up. But yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck Troy Baker. <laughs> Not really your great Troy Baker, but fuck Troy Baker's character. James Dickhead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, man, it was that was crazy. The intensity in that like fire showdown scene. My Mm -hmm. goodness. Also, dude,
2: we'll get to another poetic moment with a uh, voice actor, but Mm -hmm. just, which is arguably better and even more poetic, Mm -hmm. but the fact that TV
3: Ellie kills voice Joel. Yeah, (laughs) I thought that was funny. And the way he goes
2: out,
0: though, dude, that was so fast, but brutal. Oh, yeah, for sure. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Oh, man. Uh, But yeah, yeah.
2: going to what you were saying, though, the fact that they trust each other and that he's trained her some to the fact where not only does she, like, get him wrapped up and get him safe, but she actually does a really good job of, like, Stitching him off the trail of him.
3: Yeah, and stitching him up.
2: Yeah, she stitches him up
0: and then leads them off of the trail. Yeah, and Um, and just man, like the the amount, like I I love just how both of them are in tandem working together without even knowing they're working together. Like when he's making her his way, when Joel's making his way to her, and she's like simultaneously mm -hmm. fighting through everybody. And also, just, like, I love that, like, they don't just spell it out right away. Like, Ellie, knows, yeah. Ellie realizes it, and then she's like, and she just refuses it, and, and he goes, it's deer meat, I swear. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Because, like, again, in the game, they don't tell you until after you, like, you, you piece it together by finding a little shit around, around the area. And then you're like, oh, Ooh. fuck, they're cannibal.
3: Ellie, I don't know if they showed it or not, but Ellie
2: sees something. Yeah. That I don't think they showed.
0: Yeah. And, and, and then, like, you know, she, she calls them out on it and like, oh, my God, just that sick fucker, just how he talks. And, and like, mm-hmm. the, you need a thought. Oh, my God. I wanted to. I wanted,
3: I wanted to shoot him. Oh yeah. Like my uh, lord. But uh and the way they did the cannibalism too, cause uh going back and like rewatching
2: it, uh you can clearly tell that there were signs. Yeah, for like, sure. Uh when she says what meat is it and he pauses
3: And then says venison, yeah. And then and then you have to realize in your head that
2: they haven't gotten back yet with the deer so yep. how could that be
0: Yup. yeah and no, it's just
2: like that was, th- you that know, was put just, the pieces together
0: it was just such a good example of show don't tell and like like I said, they did they did this a uh, similar kind of thing in the game but i love how they adapted that for the show so good mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. my god it was and, uh, just so satisfying to see them overcome those fuckers
3: Oh yeah. And the scene Ellie like really put on the spot and thinking. Like like
2: the fact that she attacked him with the hand mm-hmm. and then and then later
3: when they were about to kill her said I'm infected, I'm infected, and now you're and now yep. you are too. Yep.
0: What do you say? Everything happens for a reason. Yep, and then just like, you know, Joel was like, that looks pretty fucking real to me. Oh, man.
2: Crazy. And then she machetes him. Oh, man. That was fucking wild. And, um, yeah, what? and then also, one other note that we haven't talked about yet. Uh-huh. The, like, makeup crew. Oh, yeah. And all of that. Man. Because um, I, at the very end when they finally do meet up, the two of them, you can just tell that for totally different reasons, but they're both absolutely
0: wrecked. Oh, yeah. And just the breakdown towards the end. Man. Mm -hmm. Like, Ellie's actress is just absolutely fantastic.
3: Yes. Yes, they
0: are. Um,
3: But, uh, and then that moment where he where you can see like the real moment where he, it's finally
2: like clicked together, yeah. and he calls her baby, baby girl. girl.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, I got you, baby girl. Oh, that. Yeah. Not gonna lie to you, Sam. Uh, I I cried a little bit there. Again. I got choked up.
2: Um, if I'm being if I'm being honest with you, Jay. Um.
0: I got choked up several times, but there was only one time where I fully bulg- I mean, like I b like I cried, cried during the the, the the bill the bill speech, but like I got yes. I definitely dropped some single tears for the baby girl thing. Oh man. That yeah, that and uh, uh the brothers. Yep, yep, yep. Was well, well, really hitting hard. Oh man.
2: Okay, speaking, speaking of... Also, also. Um, uh uh-huh. just like little set piece stuff, too. Like, uh... Like, uh, we can mention more about it later, but, like, the little like Easter egg things, like the giraffe. But also, the fact of, uh, when Joel comes in to try to save her, and he finds, like, the human
3: butchery. Yep. And he's just walking through. That is really well done. Oh, yeah. Uh, the effects?
2: Oh, my God.
0: Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, next, we'll, so we'll talk about, like, uh, like a little bit of a happier moment. Like, let's talk about Jackson. And the, the speaking of brothers, the, the reunion of Tommy and Joel. And, uh, like... Oh, yeah. Our first, like, our first kind of, I guess, reintroduction of Sarah, where where Sarah's actually brought up in modern time for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh really well done well, I, I i love the chemistry between mm. yeah uh, between pedro and uh, tommy's actor uh like really diego believable luna. that their family yeah, diego luna yep from from rogue one which is so interesting that uh you know
3: star yeah, wars yeah mando mando and andor yeah uh and now and now their brother's here. But uh, just to,
2: before we delve too much into it, I do want to mention beforehand real quick mm-hmm. that uh, it was very—it was a very small scene, but I do got to appreciate it. And It is a happier thing. Mm-hmm. The
0: native couple that they run into. Oh, yeah. In the yeah, 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 the one the, 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 where the old lady makes some soup and stuff. Yep, yep. And I was like, they're all as fuck. What are they going to do?
2: I'm not, like, gonna, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not
0: gonna lie for a second there, like, when Joel, like, paused when they got out, I was like, oh, don't tell me they
3: poisoned the soup. They didn't do this in the game. But no. Yeah. And the fact that Ellie stole the rabbit, even though Joel told her not yep. to. Yeah, we can get our own <laughs> rabbit. But, uh, they were still really cool, and it's like, have you heard of... Have you seen my brother? No. Hey, I have not for- even told you what he looks like. Does he look like you? A little then bit. No. Nah. Oh, man. Uh, and, uh,
0: what about fireflies? Oh. We get those in the summer. They come. We're talking, we're talking with, yeah. uh, no, we mean firefly people. There are firefly people?
2: Huh. Yeah, that just quick little interaction. Yeah. Because it shows you there
0: are Decent people in this world. Yeah,
2: and, uh, and
0: again, also, that, that, that's what separates it from shit like The Walking Dead that just likes to beat you over the head with how sucky mm-hmm. the world is.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and also, it also sets up a running thing for Joel, where, uh,
2: and if it's not in the same place that your wife said, when that comes back around for the cannibals, oh yeah,
0: shit, oh man, oh but, don't uh, don't worry, but, uh, I believe anyway. him. <sighs> oh man, great,
3: yeah, um, but anyway, um, back to the, yeah,
0: back to community. Jackson. So, um, so it was it was really cool seeing Jackson. It was it's like a full fledged actual like community. They have a movie theater. They got running water, electricity. Like, all kinds of livestock. It was great. And, like, you know, me, having played the
3: game, I know, I know, like, the importance of Jackson
0: and all that stuff. But, like, I don't know. Go, as a a show-only person, were you like, Oh, man, because, like, with with zombie shows, especially with shit like The Walking Dead, whenever they have stuff like this that is really nice... They always like to pull yeah. out pull out the rug from under you. Were you like waiting for that shoe to drop when you were f- first watching that? Kinda, kinda. Like, yeah, for real. Yeah. Honestly, because like I because I, it cause I knew it wasn't gonna happen because I played the game right, and I, I knew that they come back yeah. there. I, I knew that they come back there at the end, um, and they end up living there. But like, I, I I figured as somebody who who is just watching the TV show. Not knowing zombie tropes, you were probably just sitting there, like, "All right, this is too good to be true." Well, what the fuck is wrong with these people? What's gonna happen? I mean, spe-
2: especially when uh, Tommy's wife was like mothering yep. Ellie, kinda. Yep. But no, she's and, just uh, a really nice lady. All of that. And uh, just a side note, I do like that they addressed some of the things that you don't think about in the zombie apocalypse, like um. Uh, we're two cis men, so can't really comment on it. But the whole uh, menstrual cup thing, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: hmm.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I,
2: lo-
0: I love, I love that. That's a, just a little fun moment. Just like, oh, gross, uh, and then yeah. it's like pop. Yep. Oh man, <laughs> but, yeah. Just, again, just another mo- <laughs> nice moment of Ellie being a kid. It's great. Um, yeah, but but yeah. The- it did seem a
2: little too good to be true, and uh like when's the other shoe gonna drop? although I will say that uh I think one of the like subtler, funny moments was uh when they're introducing them to everything, and Joel's like, So you're communists <laughs> and tom Tommy's like, No, and Tommy's wife is like, Yeah.." I mean, it is a commute.
3: And then the look on Tommy's face. Like, what yeah. the fuck? It's like,
0: wait, what? Uh man. Uh, but yeah, no, it, then, it, again, then, it was, just, it was uh, just really nice to see a nice place, you know? Like...
3: Mm-hmm. And uh, also,
2: the thing with uh, Joel and Tommy, you hadn't seen them interacting since the first episode. So, when they first start interacting with each other, it's a little harsh. They've both been through a lot, different experiences, but then by the end of the episode, they've, like, melded into that brother thing, where he's, like, telling him every fucking thing Yep. and 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 saying...
0: One of my my favorite, you talk about, like, the small funny moments is, like, the hey, can I borrow that? Because, you know, your wife took my gut. I already said yes, Joe. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good shit, good shit. Um, alright. It it was, although I will say
2: for the life of me, I am a bit of a cinephile, Mm -hmm. but I never,
3: I never caught what movie they were watching. Same, I couldn't figure it out either. It was bothering me. I, I was gonna Google
0: it, but I was like, no, that's cheating.
3: And I will say, um, since we're getting towards the end of talking about the the commune. You can just call um, him Jackson. Jackson.
2: Talking about Jackson, I will say, the one line that, that I did
3: know that I hinted at before mm-hmm. was the line of Ellie saying, um, everyone
2: everyone in my life has either died or left me, except for fucking you. Yep. That was the one line that I knew because TikTok took that and like made that a very popular audio about a year ago. Nice. Uh but yeah, but, uh, so that's Jackson. Let's go ahead and talk about And uh Uh-huh. Just sorry, one last thing. I did like that that nice like sweet moment at the end where Joel was like, Yeah, I was gonna leave thirty minutes ago, but then I didn't. And then he's yep. like I think you deserve a chance to decide who you want to go with, but I still think,
3: yep. Good (laughs) shit. Yeah, and
2: she just throws the bag at
0: him. Yep. All right, so yeah, let's talk about Ellie's backstory, including her origin, origin, and kind of mix that in with the final showdown.
3: Which, um, if I'm not mistaken, what they're showing here wasn't in the game but it was, was in the DLC. Yes. Yes it was. Mm-hmm. Uh so I I
0: gotta say Big hats off to Ellie's original actress. My god, she only had the one scene, but damn did she make it count.
3: No oh, yeah. Ashley Johnson?
0: Yep. My goodness! Just, I mean,
2: uh, there's a reason. There's a reason why she was a cast member
0: in a TV show. She was just like I, I, I just it was it was it was so weird to register for me because I was like hearing her voice. And I'm like, hey, it's Ellie, and like, I was looking around for Ellie. And I was like, oh, wait, oh, right, 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 right. There's a whole other person playing Ellie. So, but yeah, yeah she was. I,
3: I, I saw a video about it, and uh, someone was saying, especially with like all the grunts.
0: Yep. When she, and, yeah, and when she was like you're so fucking tough ellie i was like why is she speaking in third person i was like wait no no no." yeah uh, but it was it was so good and just the moment between her and marlene and just the part that cut through me like a knife mm-hmm. was when she begged and was like, and, and marlene was about to leave she goes please
3: mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh oh that touched me right in the stomach
0: Hmm. Ah, uh, but that was such a good scene, and it really, it really helped to show Marlene's conviction, which mm-hmm. makes the final showdown that much more impactful. Hmm. Ah, my goodness. All right. So, uh, and let, so let's let's kind of quickly address the Riley stuff because it, it's not too much. Oh, uh, what'd you think about that? I thought it was a lot of fun, again, just, I love all, was, I, I love all um, the time just seeing, again, um, Ellie get to be a kid, them playing Mortal Kombat, old school Mortal Kombat and shit. Yep,
3: yeah, which, uh, you know who that actress was? She, she looked Ryan. familiar, she looked familiar. That's Gia, from Euphoria. Oh! Bruces sister! Nice! Yeah, she's That actress is growing and uh, kind of deserves her
2: own thing. For sure. She's great. Because doesn't use her that much.
0: Nah, 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 that's for even less so. But, uh,
2: also, I heard I heard her uh, episode uh, her uh, movie uh, I think it was like what was it? Searching or uh, looking or something like that. Oh, oh 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 no Oh missing. missing
0: missing it's the it's it's the it's the it's the other like perspective movie where you're where you're where yeah. she's solving where she's like solving the her mom's missing person's case from and it's like all films from her at her computer. It's uh it's the yeah, it, it it it's the, it's spiritual. the it, it's a spiritual sequel to searching, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um I heard that was good, although yeah, I didn't same. watch it. Same. Oh. I I've been reading to, but yeah, same. Same. But yeah,
2: and I thought she was really cool. And like you said before, this definitely really got to show, like, not only Ellie's like past and like how she like got to be the way that she is, but also, like you said, her innocence and yeah, her
0: childishness. Just, 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 I, I love the fact because it, it, it. I don't know about you. I mean, you didn't play the game, but at least for me, it didn't really register to me. That like Ellie was born post outbreak, so yeah, this is her first time experiencing like a video game and an escalator and you know shit that is so dude, normal. Mm-hmm. I love
2: I love that moment where she, where she's like, "Let me show you the four wonders," and then she just starts fucking around on the escalator. And she's electric like, is this stairs? What? She
0: goes electric stairs. This is awesome is this the first wonder? And she's like, nah, but there can be five. Oh man, it's, it's just so good. Yeah. Um, it didn't have the same big impact as Frank and Bill, but it was still very sweet. Um, and again, uh, yeah. already planting the seeds of, uh, the, you know, Ellie being into girls.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, ki- they kind of had hints earlier. Uh, but yeah, like with with uh, we were talking about funny
2: moments uh, like earlier with uh, Joel teaching her how to shoot, <laughs> and she's like, and he's like, you gotta keep it
0: smooth. Oh man, and she's like, she's like, are you gonna are you shoot, to shoot it? Or are you gonna fragment it? Uh, that's one of my favorite lines from her. Yeah, it's great. Um, but yeah, yeah. uh, the backstory is really sweet. But
2: yeah, the whole. Mm-hmm. It, it was, and uh, that's one of the things that uh, was really good about the the show. It's not only, like, this the simple, like, visual Easter eggs, but, like, they actually pull off verbal Easter
3: eggs, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah, um, well, like, call out. Yeah, like, um, way earlier on, I think it's, like, in episode two or four or something where uh, they go to Joel's secret stash Mm -hmm. and uh, I think it's three before the Bill and Frank stuff. Yep. Um, But uh, where they go into that and
2: she sees the Mortal Kombat thing and she talks about Melina and like ekes out and all that. And it's like, wait, she was born after so how did she know about that? Yep. And then later we find out how she knew about
0: that. Yeah, and, I, I, uh, yeah, I love how that's tied together.
2: And like, all the sweet moments where you could tell that Riley has been prepping this for a while.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, she she broke they, open the token machine.
2: Yeah, and it's like all those coins started rushing out. Yep. And, uh... That was really sweet. Um even in the episode itself, it the whole Riley Ellie shipping thing didn't just come out of nowhere. It was yeah. subtle
0: throughout the whole thing. Oh yeah, like, like, like um just little body language things. Like they weren't obvious about like it, but she, you could definitely tell. After she fucks around with the escalator,
2: she then looks and tries to act cool. Yep. And then that whole scene with the lingerie, which that was another little small funny moment. Yep. Where it was like after after the apocalypse happened, everybody rushed out and took the essentials. And I was like, so they took sneakers but not soap. soap? Oh man. That was that was funny. Uh but yeah, it was a very sweet moment and uh I've heard some people say that they thought it was more like filler.
3: No, I feel like uh, it
2: was definitely necessary to understand
3: Ellie's character. Especially in that moment. Mm -hmm. And also, we said it before with the whole whole
2: how Bill and Frank ended things. I do like how uh, at the end of their story they didn't show it
0: yeah and also and also i like that it comes back because like ellie joel confront asked ellie about the first time she killed somebody before and then at the end yeah. of the series she finally opens up just like how joel is finally comfortable enough to open up about sarah and talk about sarah because like throughout their whole hike towards the end um during uh, leading up to the final showdown like he's like you know mm-hmm. sarah was a hiker blah blah blah, blah you know she was more girly than you. Not to say that you're not girly, but ah, it's okay. I'm not, and all all the other stuff. Since Joel was opening up this much to her, she finally was like, you know, I did kill someone before. It was my yeah. best friend, you know, all this other stuff, and it was just that it was was so at nice. The very end, after
2: yeah. The shootout,
0: yeah. All right, so here's the and big here's the big thing. And, uh, like, I want to focus on you for this one, uh, because you are the show-only person. And, because I've already kind of made, made my feelings clear on this, uh, uh, so I, I want to hear, I want to hear your opinion. Uh, do you think Joel was in the right
3: here? It's a very, I know it's a very complicated question. uh... Kind of, I I
2: will say kind of because Mm -hmm. one of the things, one of the key moments that that uh, helped me, uh, like, be more on the yes side than the no side, Mm -hmm. was that line from Marlene when she was talking to Joel about it. She didn't even see it coming. She didn't know it was happening. Yep. She... She she. didn't give Ellie the choice. She made the choice for Ellie. Mm -hmm. And that fact alone, and also, they've been hinting at it all throughout with all of his, like, anxiety moments and all of that. And now he's finally let down all of his walls. So, I'd say kind of, but also, I do get why he did it. And... And Um, personally very complex mm -hmm. it's a very complex situation so my feelings on it are very complex i don't think he should have but i get it but also marlene shouldn't have shouldn't have lied to ellie and like deceived her
0: and and i
2: I, I think i think
0: the point that really sold it for me um and this will come into play in the future as well without spoiling things was when the surgeon like was so vehemently like i won't let you take her like he wasn't treating her like a person mm -hmm. he was treating her like a you know he is the cure Mm -hmm. you know he wasn't seeing her as a person so like I feel like that, that exactly. that's, that's pretty huge. Um, and like um, for me, right, the important part is like the show. The big theme of the show is breaking the cycle, right? And yeah, the show ends with Joel. It starts with Joel losing a daughter. It ends with Joel gaining one. He breaks the cycle, and unlike last time where he was unable to save his daughter from the military from someone in the military taking his daughter away, he was actually Mm -hmm. able to stand up and pull the trigger.
3: Also, let's, uh, let's be honest. Um, the Fireflies that weren't Marlene were mostly dicks. Oh, yeah. Like, they were unnecessarily
0: pushing Joel and, and like like, you basically yeah, no, no one told you to fucking stop like shit, like yeah. that
3: like man that was crazy are you, are you
0: dumb oh um, yeah. my god like yeah so overall uh final thoughts on the show and then rating
2: well just one other thing uh, about that scene just uh, real quick sorry sure uh all throughout, we get to see, like, they hint about, like, how cruel and badass Joe can be. Mm-hmm. but uh, Joel can be. But we never really, like, get to see
3: it fully in action.
0: Except for with the cannibals, and I then, guess.
3: Yeah, but even, even then, even then, it's just, like, one or two of them at a time, and, uh, Or the the big scene
2: the big scene at Kansas City where uh, he was, even then he was just the sniper. Yeah. But here we get to see him go full
3: on out He went full action uh, hero like Oh yeah, and uh, the fact that he was like
2: using all of their guns until their guns ran out and then he would use Ellie's knife mm-hmm. until he could find another gun and use one of their guns. And he was just using a variety of guns, but yet knew how to use every single one.
0: Oh, yeah. Man.
2: And from what I've heard, because uh, this was another thing that was memed, mm-hmm. was was uh, pe- I heard some people in a memeing way say that they were pissed off from that scene because of how easy Pedro made it look. Oh, yeah.
0: When it's one of the di- most difficult things in the game. It is pretty di- that, that, that That whole sequence is pretty fucking hard, even on easy. Yeah, so... But, yeah. And mm. then
2: that final confrontation with Marlene at the end. Yep. Ooh.
0: Oh, yeah. Oof.
2: And the fact that, uh... That, uh... At the very, very end, uh, he li- he, in show logic, because I know you said that it's different if you look up stuff yeah, in yeah. the game, mm-hmm. but in the show logic, he's lied to her and she knows that he's lying, but she also can't deal with that right now. Yeah, she
3: loves him like <laughs> that's her dad. Yeah. So, it was kind of interesting that uh,
2: I haven't seen too many shows end on an emotional cliffhanger. Mm-hmm.
3: So, that was really cool. For sure. But yeah, overall. Overall.
2: Like we said, Gut Punch, we didn't really talk about it, but the beginning two episodes were
0: really good. Oh, the first, ep- uh, the first episode is the best pilot I've seen in years. Yes. I, I said it. Yes. When, I said it when we talked about the first episode on the podcast, when we just talked about initial mm-hmm. thoughts. But like, seriously, best pilot I have seen in years. Yes. Also, the
3: juxtaposition of of Joel having
2: his daughter die in his arms, and then not even like five, ten minutes later in the episode, he's taking a dead little girl who's even younger and just carelessly taking her dead body and putting it into a fire. Just that mental juxtaposition. And then um, also, the second episode, Tess going out in a badass way. Oh yeah, for sure. Which, honestly,
3: I didn't recognize Tess at first. Uh, Do you know who that is? No, I didn't at all. That's a lead check from French. Oh, shit. Yeah. But uh, in here, she's got, like, no makeup. Well, I think she's got a little bit of, like,
2: older makeup to make her look older.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And she has her natural hair and not the bleach blonde. So, yeah, she looks a lot different. But for the little time that we had her, she did awesome.
3: Oh, yeah, Everyone- for sure. We had a lot of people that were only there for, like, two episodes, but were great
2: in it. Um, we've mentioned this several times before, about how it's always, in Hollywood, a, like, roll of the dice for kid actors. but Oh, yeah.
3: Every single kid that we had here was good, and, like... The fact that this show
2: doesn't answer every question for you and like leaves little questions here and there. Like, I don't know if it's different in the uh, game,
3: but uh, but um, the fact of uh, when a uh, Sarah is in school, you see one of her classmates who's very jittery. So it's like, are they infected? Also, the whole entire thing of um.
2: Was Sarah infected this whole time? But they just didn't know Mm. because she got killed before they could even test it.
0: Yeah,
3: at least for the show. No, Um, it wasn't like in the game. She just kind of she just died because we got to see her go into the city where the outbreak started. Yep. But and just
2: the little things here and there, like we said about like. Even I didn't even notice this until pointed out, but like the whole entire fact that, uh, you see, like, at one point, a picture of a giraffe. And then when she's in Jackson, there's the stuffed giraffe. Mm -hmm. And then finally comes at the end with the real giraffe.
0: A real fucking giraffe. Which was a. Which was a nice, sweet moment. Which, by the way... You actually do... And that actually does happen in the game. The real real giraffe does show up. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah,
0: I heard about that. Um, Which,
2: uh, by the way... Prior to uh, some people's belief...
0: It was confirmed that that was a real giraffe that they brought on set. Oh, that's awesome! That looked too real to be CGI. CGI. Yeah, that looked too real to be CGI.
3: Yeah. Um... And, uh, so, like, all these, like, Easter eggs, which definitely
2: fits in with the same vibe as, like, a video game. Yep. And, like, even, like, I only know this from going and watching reactions and stuff, but just, I gotta say bravo to them bringing in Easter eggs for game-only people, like, the fact that, um... The Bill and Frank episode ends with an homage to the to the um main menu screen.
3: Yep. And just all the acting was great. Pedro and Bella were amazing. Um
2: You know I we mentioned you mentioned this before.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh like how it's been in development for a really long time. Uh
3: at one point, apparently, um, Mahashima Ali was up for the role of Joel. Maisie Williams was up for the role of Ellie. Yup.
0: Ironically uh, enough, speaking of Game uh, of Thrones.
3: Also, um, Matthew McConaughey was up for
0: Joel. I could see McConaughey Ma- Ma- ha- actually was my, my ideal choice. Also, um, do you, do you remember
2: that, um, that uh, Shakespearean movie, Rosaline.
3: Yeah, that lead chick. She was also up for the role of Ellie. Oh, cool! One point, but the fact that they got two Game of Thrones
0: underappreciated characters. Well,
2: also, <laughs> I mean,
0: Pedro has become like a has become TV's favorite gruff dad. Yeah. So, yeah, and he loves it. Like, you see him in interviews.
3: Yeah. He's like, I oh, will gladly be your daddy. Oh, man.
2: <laughs> and he's just playing with it. Yeah. And he loves it. And just, I already knew that Bella was an awesome actor after seeing them in Game of Thrones.
3: But really, in this? Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Another fucking level. Oh, yeah. Um, And all with the fact that all those exasperated screams and, like,
2: talking and shit was all not in her native
0: (laughs) accent. Also, she was funny to the point where it still stayed funny. She wasn't an annoying little kid.
3: Yeah, like the. Like you said, the. uh, Are are you trying to get it pregnant? The dumb puns.
0: Oh, man. As someone who loves puns, I was here for that.
2: Yeah, because she she was very crass and stuff when she needed to be. Like,
0: over here, motherfuckers! Like, and then. uh, 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 No, even in her introduction, like. Eight. mm -hmm. uh, Six.
3: Seven. Eight. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh man. Yeah. And just
2: like also, I don't know if we mentioned this in our coverage of the first episode, but the fact that after that, when Joel shows up and he just like
0: bodies her. Yep, and she's just like, asshole. <laughs> yeah. And I love that her and like little catch rate with him is like, you dick!
3: Yeah. Uh Yeah, it's yeah. good shit. And but they were they were both great. Let
2: it. Awesome. Uh want to see more of Bella. Uh, I would say want to see see more of Pedro, but we already see a lot of him. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh yeah, and uh can't wait to see where we go
3: for season 2. I know it's a very tumultuous uh source material, but I have somewhat faith in the creator. And maybe uh-huh. the creator of the games will, uh, in hindsight, be able to... Fix their fuck up, maybe? Keep the spirit of the original, but do it better. Mm-hmm. Kind of like um, from what I've heard about. Because I know the original the original